This episode is being recorded out of Shop Talk Podcast Studios in Oak Park, Michigan. For more information, visit www.shoptalkpod.com. Now that we got a, now that I got an audience, I'm gonna get these oh, jokes stop. off. Oh, see how this stop. works out for me. <laughs> that shit was funny. All right, we all here. Mic check. Mic check. Yeah. Got my energy back today, man. Nigga been tired the last couple pods, bro. Man. I'm tired. I don't know now. why. I was <laughs> fucking up all night. I'm be tired all the time, though. Hey. I had a productive ass last week. But a nigga exhausted. You know what I'm tired of? What's that? Got Courtney. Power, nigga. <laughs> we gonna get to it. Where the uh where the court at? Oh uh, shit. Tired of fucking everybody, nigga. Just want y'all to know, uh, Jay got a handful of Werther's on the table, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> that nigga turned 57 on me in the last week. Man, I won those on Christmas in a little game. Hey, Werther's be good as fuck, too. And them bitches, you know that little cellophane thing that you yeah. unwrap? Them bitches fell out, and they've been in my <laughs> camera bag ever since, so. My nigga brought the Werther's in here. I was like, I'm never going to eat them bitches by myself. Hey, for all the old hoes trying to come up here and get some dick, Jay got that, you got know. That Werther's. He got that <laughs> enticement. And some, and a big red over there oh my god <laughs> <laughs> oh shit let's get it in man Mercedes in a row, winding down the road. I hope my black skin don't dirt this white tuxedo before the boss got sure. And if so, fuck it. Well, fuck it, fuck it. Because this water drowns my family. This water makes my blood. This water tells my story. This water knows it all. Go ahead and spill some champagne in the water. That was a hard ass song. It was. Like I, I'm like, damn, I'm gonna play this whole fucking song Dog, and shit. That's one of my favorites, man. Frank Ocean, like low-key smoke Jay on that. Uh, but welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, cousin bloods, east siders and west siders, to this week in culture episode 81. I'm your host, Aunt Wood, aka Trinidad Aunt, aka Paz and Angie Daddy, cause I forgot about Paz too, nigga. And uh, I got my brother with me, Jay. What up, though? What up, though? Yeah, man, Jay Johnson, one half of the culture, one half of everything. Half of me don't want to watch this shit no more. <laughs> What's popping? I only watched half the episode. <laughs> I only watched this shit once. Well, technically, so, 1.25 times because yeah. I fell asleep. So I fell asleep. One. Well, I fell asleep mad times the first time. But then I got through it. Then when I went back to rewatch last night, I told you my energy. I've been up all night, nigga. Some reason, nigga, been mad, energized. I put that on, fell asleep immediately, nigga. Fam, I watched it for. I, I, <laughs> so like, I watched this shit in my bedroom and shit. Yeah. Like, you know when you' about to go to sleep, but like, you turn your back to the TV. And shit. <laughs> like, I'm like, yeah, I'm listening. I'm, so I'm the, like, <laughs> the way my room is set up, uh, my mirror, if I have it. 
like angled the right way, I can see the TV off the mirror reflects. So sometimes my back would be to the TV, but yeah. I watch it in the mirror. This time I turn my back toward the mirror <laughs> and the TV. <laughs> I ain't want to see none of that shit. I woke it, up, watched that shit the next morning. Yeah. I tried to watch it again last night. I got about five minutes in. I'm like, man, yeah. fuck this shit. So if y'all haven't caught on, uh, this week in culture, we review Power Season 6, Episode 12, He Always Wins. Obviously, they talking about ghosts. They're definitely not talking, talking about, about us because no. we lost, nigga. We lost. Courtney lost. I got a real, when we get into the Power Review, I got a good like metaphor that I want to get into for the L that they taking right now yeah. uh, with these final five. But before we get into all that, man, we got a bunch of stuff to talk about. A brand new BlackBerry letter. Yeah. Uh, Grammy nominations came out. Or I'm sorry, Oscar nominated. Was it Grammy or Oscar? One of them came out. None of them had anything to do with blacks. Um, Yeah, it was the Oscars. Uh, we got to talk about Akon. My nigga out here doing big things. We're going to get into it. Cory Booker dropped out from the presidential race. We're going to talk about it. 50 Cent got a new show that clearly he focused way more on than Power because they don't give a fuck about where Power's at at this point. Uh, so let's, I mean, we can start with some of this uh, Some of this news. Matter of fact, let's start with one of my favorite segments, New Black and on Netflix. Yeah. Brought to y'all by Strong Black Lead. If y'all don't follow them on Instagram, please do. Uh, I don't know if it's more than one person running that page or if it's just a one lady, but she's awesome, whoever she is. So New Black and on Netflix in January, we got one of my all-time favorites, fucking excellent movie city of god mm. subtitles you already know yeah unfortunate but it's you know, worth it how many people have told me how fucking excellent this movie is though it's so good dog. i mean like since 2003 hey, 2005 so people been man. telling me this movie is fucking excellent it's like brazilian the wire in a movie form dog. like I've watched Apocalypto. Yep. I did yep. the subtitles through there. You can do that. And I yeah. enjoyed that whole fucking movie. Yeah. I just never was... Every time I went to watch City of God, I was never in the right space. To sit... Because with yeah. subtitles, you got to be in the right space, yeah. for but, sure. Like, I have... No one has ever told me yeah. that movie wasn't amazing. Fam, it's so good, dog. So, yeah. um, Didn't really like City of God, too. Uh, they kind of belly tooted hey, hey, for fam, me. Fam, how many how many cities guys got? <laughs> they, <laughs> yeah. But he had the one kingdom. Okay? They kind of bellied it for me with the uh, starring the game and shit. No, I ain't need it. But City of God was fucking amazing, and it's on Netflix right now. Another one of my personal favorites, Hitch, is available on Netflix right now. Mm -hmm. uh, they also got The Circle. I don't know nothing about The Circle, but check it out. I'm assuming somebody black is in it. Uh, the original Kings of Comedy, man. Classic. Got to do it. Classic. If you ain't seen it, or even if you've seen it and you just ain't seen it in a while, check out Kings of Comedy, man. Computer school. <laughs> nigga. <laughs> and nigga said, nothing about you says motherfucking computer or school. <laughs> back when Steve Harvey was great. Yeah. Now, now, now Boogie, <laughs> I'm going to give you a coat back. <laughs> that nigga really put on Boogie coat, though, nigga. Shout out to the three kings of comedy and the host. <laughs> because, like, if we being real, like, nigga, you was the host. Oh, man. Um, for all the niggas out there who <laughs> want to watch something terrible, Wild Wild West starring Will Smith. Nah. Clearly they just jumping on Bad Boys coming out this week. Um, cause that's the only reason I can see that coming to Netflix. Uh, Tyler Perry's A Fall from Grace. It looked good. I, don't, I saw a bunch of people tag me. Did you send me that? I felt like you sent me that. 
Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That uh, yeah. A bunch of people sent me that his um trailer for it, yeah. A Fall from Grace. That comes out on Friday, January seventeenth. So keep an eye out for that. Uh, sex education. I don't know what that is, but Nigga. season two comes out Friday. I went through. I went. It's like five or six. I went through. Yeah, Friday night. And uh, it's it's two out of the five is interesting. Well, hold on. Did you watch it. Sex Education season one or did you watch Sex Explained, Explained. a limited series? The, the Explained. Sex Explained, a limited series, you know also how, available. You know how you go over on, it'll show you the little. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I ran through the description of two out of five. Two out of five is cool. And then uh, Family Reunion starring Tia Maori, which had a season one. I actually saw that at the Imagine. They had their entire, it's a show on Netflix. It's a Netflix original. They played the entire series at uh, Imagine Royal Oak for free last year. Really not. And, and I watched like the first two or three episodes. I'm not finna sit there for seven hours and binge at the Imagine. But you think we, if we did that shit, niggas would come up here and watch, like, listen. De- listen. It depends on the show. Like, Because yes. Like, like, what if on some This Week in Culture shit, we was like, yo. We about to get together and watch the first season of Snowfall. Yeah, because when you get the private room at the Imagine, you can play whatever the fuck you feel like playing. Now, granted, seven hours is a long fucking time. Yeah, hour. so, I mean, because it's three hours of time on the rental, so we have to double up, you know what I'm saying, at the minimum. But, but like, I mean, even if we just picked a show and just, hey, we just want to kick it with y'all and watch a few episodes. Not that I'm going to do that shit, yeah. but like, that would be like... No, nah, that'll be late. So some premium like, shit. Like, let's just use Snowfall, for example. If Snowfall were... A show like Netflix shows that was bingeable, right? Like when it came out, they gave you the whole season at once. Yeah, that would be a thing that we could do. Like, yo, let's well, see, go up here and just watch. Well, see, I would want to four do episodes it after we've already seen them, bitches, because we'd be watching yeah. differently. Yeah, like we yeah. Would, we would missed way too much shit. Oh yeah, you know what I'm saying. But if we already fans of the show, you know what I'm saying. So. Yeah, and then uh, the final new black and on Netflix. Hip Hop Evolution Season 4 will be available Friday. I don't know what Hip Hop Evolution Seasons 1 through 3 were, but you know what? Check them out because they black. Also coming to Netflix later this year, March to be exact. Hang on. The Life of Madam C.J. Walker, starring Octavia Spencer, Tiffany Haddish, Blair Underwood. Blair Underwood said, I'm back, bitch. I'm back and I'm better. <laughs> Nigga. Uh, that'll be available March 20th exclusively on Netflix. It's a four-part limited series about the brilliant Madam C.J. Walker, man. I'm interested to see it because I just don't know a lot about Madam C.J. Walker. Man. Other than, you know, the, I don't know, the, the flashcard information that we've, we've picked up in like elementary school. Yeah. Yeah, they hit you with the little one pager. Oh, she had her own hair products. Why did she want to start hair products? Like, where'd she get that from? Like, I'm, I'm interested yeah, yeah, to see yeah, this no, to find out we, a little bit we more. We really, hopefully, are going to get an accurate lesson. Well, see, the reason I like movies like this, right, because it gives me an opportunity to know what to go research. You know what I'm saying? I can yeah. type your name in, and there's like a litany of stuff. But yeah. I can watch a movie. I'm like, I wonder if this shit really happened. And I can kind of narrow my search and find out specific information because yeah. I know what I'm looking for. So. And I love that they're breaking it down into a series and not yes. crunching it all up into I two hate, hours. I hate biopics about people whose lives were way too full of information to crunch into two hours. We're going to uh, combine 39 years of Malcolm 
and yeah. Martin. Both of them died yeah. at 30, murdered at 39. Yeah. And we're going to put them in two-hour movies. Hey, fuck it. Tupac, let's start your movie when you was a kid, and then in two hours, you be a dead-ass adult. Like, wait, what? What? Man, the in-between, my nigga. What if they would have did All Eyes on Me on Netflix, though? They should have. I, didn't we say it? I feel like we said that. I think Maybe we, I said that with like straight hey. out of Compton for sure. Oh, straight out of Compton. Come on, man. And that wasn't done poorly at all. Like that was executed pretty well. I mean, we saw the numbers in the box office. We saw the ratings. Like straight out of Compton was probably one of the better hip hop biopics I've seen. Facts. But man, break that down Emotion into 10. Cool, but I would have loved because you can't even though that was a long movie. Yeah. You still can't get it off. Fam, you talking about the lives of five different niggas. Like. You got to give me that before. It was so much going on before they even got together, man. You know what made that better? If like, so tour life, they wrapped up the tour life in five minutes. Like yeah. them breaking up didn't impact me on screen because I didn't see shit. Yeah. Yeah. yeah they, but uh, if I had three episodes of them just really being down together and then like episode six or some shit, they break up like, damn, man, that was your man's. Yeah. But whatever. Nah, either way, man, I'm uh, looking forward to. The life of Madam C.J. Walker, man. And I just love Octavia Spencer, to be honest, dog. I think she's great. She's kind of like Regina King to me. She getting her – She right now, she, she yeah. getting her shine. She getting her flowers, man. Same as Regina. Like, they both are not uh, lacking in awards. They're not lacking in recognition. But I feel like they've been around so long being great. I think that I tell you, she finally getting them roles. Yeah, like yeah, You yeah. hear her name often now. And she's getting a lot of different roles. She also has a show on uh, Apple Plus, Yeah, um, which I started watching this weekend, but I only watched like one episode and I fell asleep. It was like 3 a.m. I was over it, but I'm going to definitely get back into it. It's been like five or six episodes that aired. So. Yeah. Um, got something else, man. Akon this morning or yesterday, actually, pardon me, announced... He finalized his agreement for Akon City in Senegal, which is where he's from. He's a Senegalese native, and he talked about it last year. He announced that he would try to start a cryptocurrency like run city yeah. in Senegal, and he said he was inspired by Black Panther. And he said he really wanted to try to make this like a Wakanda, like not only like a tourist attraction, but like a real live, technologically advanced city um, focused on building a cryptocurrency like for an entire city like this is all we use no cash no nothing no whatever their local currency is like crypto only and uh he finalized with local government and uh national african government yesterday um the paperwork and he said just finalized the agreement for akon city in senegal looking forward to hosting you there in the future so I guess they're about to get to building. I don't know. Interesting. But he's been, like I said, he talked about it last year. Obviously, he had, uh South? I want to say that's West, South Africa. East? Shit. I could be lying, and I'm going to look it up because I don't want to lie on Senegal. West Africa. Hmm. Yeah. So I'm I'm very interested to see that go through. Um, I know that that's been something he's talked about. I know it's been something just kind of building up Africa in general has been something that he's championed. So now I'm like, all right, you making it legal. Like, you really trying to get it done. So uh, he said on his Twitter when a couple people were asking him that the next step is to start planning and building. So maybe uh, maybe in the future, man, we have a Senegalese episode of This Week in Culture. We just go out there and record for like I'm two weeks. I'm, I'm with it. I mean, it's a business expense. Facts. Facts. Uh, what else we got going on? Our homegirl. This Week in Culture favorite, Mara Brock I Kill, 
she having a hell of a month right now. So she just signed a new deal with Fox for it's a script deal. So I just want her to marry me. Uh, she that, she's that, a bad mom. That, that's all I really. She's want. a bad mom. You know, I just yeah. want her to marry me. And if she's anything like the character on Love is like portrayed her. She's also like really if she's nice. She's anything like the vision of her that I make up when I look at her Instagram. Uh, or that. Or that. <laughs> just or that. Just marry me. Uh, but yeah, she got a new script deal with Fox. And then they also announced right at the end of December that the game is coming back for a one hour reboot on the CW. So they said they're going to do the one hour reboot, see if it pop. If it do, they might talk about extending and bring the show back. If not, then we got a one hour reboot to at least give fans like a, well, a proper gonna, ending. I wonder who they're going to bring back. Oh, the whole cast is back. I mean, is it Derwin? Because remember, yeah. Derwin had already dipped. The entire was... cast is back. All Derwin was actually the first announcement I saw was on his page. Mm. Then I saw it on uh, Malik, and then she posted it and was like, yeah, the entire original cast. So Blue coming back? Yeah, <laughs> unfortunately, his <laughs> name was Blue, and he had a blue Best Buy. Blue. You know what I'm <laughs> so uh, yeah, man, Marbrock I killed having a hell of a month. Um, did you see Just Mercy? I did not. I, I text Jay and said, I'm going to try to squeeze that in my weekend. That didn't happen. Okay. Not going to lie. I was I was in the studio yesterday yeah. from 9 a.m. to 2 a.m. Yeah. I probably was working from about 8 a.m. to about 1, 2. Uh, either way, it did pretty good in the box office. Opening weekend officially. It was a limited release back on Christmas Day. Um, this weekend, it made just over $10 million, 10.3 in the U.S. box office, and opened up at number five. So I wonder what their budget was. I don't know. I doubt it was too much. Um, they filmed- 10 million. 10 million is pretty solid. Like, I feel like that 10 million, they probably made that budget back, whatever it might have been. They filmed half of the movie in Mobile, Alabama. Can't be that. Can't be that expensive. That's real life. Real life. <laughs> I'm from Alabama. I know it ain't cost that much. Um- 50 Cent new series. It officially got a date, February 11th on Fox. Uh, it is called, hang on, For Life. So it is inspired by the life of Isaac Wright Jr. For Life is a fictional, serialized legal and family drama about Aaron, a prisoner who becomes a lawyer and begins litigating cases for other inmates while fighting to overturn his own life sentence for a crime he didn't commit. His quest for freedom is driven by his desperate desire to get back to the family he loves and reclaim the life that was stole from him. Aaron's complicated relationship with the progressive female prison warden helps shine a light on the flaws and challenges of the U.S. penal and legal systems. Man, they don't need to put that long description on it. That's a, it's a comedy? It's like a drama. Sitcom, drama? Drama. Oh. One hour series drama coming February 11th. On what channel? Uh, Fox. Hmm. Or no, ABC. Pardon me. So ABC, this is us. Bunch of other dramas. Might be some good. 50's oh, only an executive. Uh, NBC. NBC. You right, you right, you right. ABC got some dramas. Oh, though. shit. This Is Us comes back today. Yeah, they've been playing a commercial like hella through football i don't need to see it no more since i got rid of my cable i'm gonna have to watch that shit on the rec well i guess either if i want to watch it live i can watch that shit on hulu yeah i was about to say throw your hulu i just yeah you already know my hulu plight um yeah man i feel like 50 and whoever's involved in this is putting all their energy into for life like they not focused on power no more who wrote this shit uh, that I don't know. I mean, that's he only exact executive produced it, so I feel like 
50 name be on, on a lot of the shit that he don't really got nothing to do with yeah. other than his name. I mean, he just produced, or I'm sorry, directed his first episode of Power a season ago. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We all be like, yeah, 50 did this. Like, yeah. eh. But that's that executive producer. Like, with movies, TV shows, music, you know how that go. Niggas want an EP credit, just get that EP credit. So he ain't had no creative energy over it. But I know he'll be in a few episodes of this. And uh, so will, shout out to Detroit, Ha Ha Davis. He going to be in a couple of those, too. So that's something to look forward to, man. And that is the news and the culture. Oh, real quick. Last week, we mentioned. Uh, Somebody just tagged us in something about the shy. Uh, oh, shit. And it looks. Look look who the new character. And this is going to be the show going to be about, apparently. The sister. Get the fuck out of here. And that's no slight to her. But you haven't been on the show enough. Put Kevin picture in the middle. Fam, please. You're the best actor on the show now. And take Ronnie picture off. Oh, speaking of shows that me and Jay watched, uh, this one might be one that we watched and don't really know why we watched. But Boomerang will be back on BET, speaking of Lena Waithe. Um, that comes back in March. I think that's also March 11th, if I'm not mistaken. I could be totally wrong with that date. Uh, but it comes back in March for season two. Wasn't the greatest show in the world, but fuck it, I watched it. I watched it. You know, I was entertained. I was entertained every week. Um, The chick Simone totally pissed me off. So, uh, yeah, that'll be back in March. So we'll see what happens with that. And then, oh, yeah, last week when we mentioned that uh, Hove and Beyonce was some real niggas because they sent Reese Witherspoon and Jennifer Aniston uh, or gave them some of their ace of spades. And Reese posted about it on her gram or whatever. Hove sent her a whole case of ace. To her crib, like yo, nigga, you said you never had nothing, so here, mm. like, real nigga shit. I like yeah. the way he moving. I like that flex. Yeah, yeah, light flex, man. But uh, <laughs> I know where you live, <laughs> yo. <laughs> like when you when you like a famous, like you just know where everybody live at and shit. Speaking of them, because they know where everybody live and shit. Because Beyonce sent uh Yara Shahidi, uh the little young goddess, a whole her whole Adidas collection. To her house, and it was like in this gigantic it's ass nice closet cousin, box. By the way, yeah, which uh, yeah, yeah, it's her mama, sister, brother, something. But uh, yeah, I'm like, how you gonna just where my address come from? And niggas be having phone numbers, like, yeah, oh, you can call people. All right, I don't yeah. like it. I don't like it. Pull up, but yeah, man, that's all the uh, that's all the news in the culture. You ready to get to this BlackBerry letter, man? Uh, two seconds, we can jump on it. Oh yeah, while Jay gets his camera together so y'all can see these handsome faces. All over your places. We about to read this Blackberry letter. Yeah, and um, this week our Blackberry letter is being brought to you by urban fantasy author S.L. Jackson and the new urban fantasy novel Animal Instincts: The Urban Jungle. <clears throat> oh shit! The Urban Jungle. Order your copy of the highly anticipated ebook via Amazon, Barnes and Noble, Apple Books and all other digital retailers for the very affordable price of $2.99. Be sure to order your ebook copy of the debut novel, Animal Instincts, The Urban Jungle, that's sweeping the nation. If you email your proof of purchase to pr at tcohh.org, you'll be entered into a chance to win exclusive merchandise and prizes. So uh, the link will be in the description of the show notes, Urban Jungle. 
Check them out. Check them out. Uh, support that. Two dollars and ninety nine cent. Fam. Y'all got it. Y'all got it. It's a really good read because I got an advanced copy because <laughs> I'm the shit. I mean, real nigga shit. <laughs> um, I read it. It's dope. So enjoy. All right. Let's get to this letter, man. Oh, wait, wait, wait. We, we know, oh, boy. We know what oh, time boy. it is. Hold on, man. Y'all know what it is. When y'all hear that can crack, that mean your man back. And I need a swig, nigga thirsty as hell. Ah, man. I mean, one time I was up in this fucking studio eating some fucking Popeye's chicken with no fucking drink. <laughs> Had a fucking biscuit. I ain't have shit in this motherfucker but beer. Damn. So I use that shit as a beverage. I mean, chicken and beer. That's how I you go. You gotta do what you gotta do. Luda had a whole restaurant and album. Um, I need Popeyes to show me their numbers, cause it's ridiculous at this point that them bitches are still lined up like that. Man. Every once, in, like today, I walked over there yesterday. I mean, I walk, I pulled up today and uh, got in, got out, got me a nigga sandwich. Uh, the seven dollars and twelve cent. It's not really worth it, fellas. Yeah, like y'all shut my whole fucking line down, and everybody only spending seven dollars. Yeah, I need my people to get these family meals. So I ain't gonna lie to you, man. Uh, like every time I've gone to get a sandwich, I still get like regular chicken. Like I go on ahead me and get too. me a spicy meal right quick. <laughs> I be kind of out of guilt because I don't want to see. I be let me get a number three and a, a spicy uh, chicken sandwich. I, I, I end up spending like thirteen dollars uh, that I really don't want to spend. But and I'm not gonna eat all that, <laughs> man. I don't plan to. I'll probably do. Yeah. I told niggas on Facebook like I don't really like the way that the Popeyes people treat me now that y'all like bothering them about these sandwiches. Yeah. Y'all got them working so hard. They don't flirt with me. They don't call me cute no more. I'm not going there. I, I want one. I won't even order it because I'm hey. like. Everybody in front don't of me. Don't look at me crazy. Everybody in front of me ordered one. I'm like, oh, I'm not waiting. Uh, let me get hey. a number three. I see all that fucking chicken art there. Fam. Just pick that shit you up. You know what they haven't been is out of chicken lately, nigga. Like, whatever you want. Dark, white, whatever. They got it. It's nigga, there. spicy. Oh, you want mixed? We got mixed, nigga. All right, man. Let's get to this letter. It's a good letter, by the way. It is a good letter. You want to split read this bitch? Nigga? Yeah, yeah. This motherfucker is eight pages. <laughs> Shout <laughs> yeah. out to the homie, though, man. Uh, let me start. This is uh, For sure. coming from Mike. Yo, what up, though? Uh, this is the, I'll make sure this is the revi- revised one. Because mm-hmm. uh, he sent this one. I saw you start. He he saw he sent this one, and then he was like, hey, nigga, I was drunk <laughs> when I sent that, <laughs> so let me revise. <laughs> so, what up, though, Jay and Ed? Hold before I get in my bag. Pop, yeah, the boy just popped a forty ounce as I'm writing this email. Mm-hmm. So he know the, he know what time it is. He know the fucking vibes. Yeah. All right, fellas, I'm writing y'all with hope y'all can help me navigate in this dating world in this time we are in now. I'm a 30 year old man who was previously getting back into the dating scene after a four year relationship. Damn. I'm coming to the realization that this might not be for me. I feel like this game has no rules anymore. Not to rant but the dating scene and vibes. But I'm writing this email as I'm leaving a date downtown, which I don't know how to feel about. I met this young lady about two weeks ago, and we decided to meet up at La Casa, in which she was late an hour and a half. <laughs> no, well, she was late, <laughs> an hour and a half late. Mm. Side note, La Casa is a cool little cigar bar. Yeah, man. Didn't we say Black that? on. Didn't we say that's like where you should be hanging yeah. out and shit like that? Black see? on. See? Yeah, see? yeah. We definitely told a few of the homies, go down there. I found out later that she was at Punchbowl Social for a friend's birthday. I wasn't really tripping because I was sitting back watching Tom Brady have an emotional breakdown. I respect um, it. And smoking my cigar um, and smile. 
When she arrives, we have a brief conversation because of the live music. Excuse me, the beer is getting to me. Because of the live music was overpowering her and my voice, uh, we decided to leave and grab something to eat. At the restaurant, we was able to have a more in-depth conversation. And the conversation came to the point where we started to discuss what dating terms each of us were looking for. Um, in which she says, I shouldn't take her serious and only should take her company as what it is. <laughs> just company. <laughs> I thought to myself, what in the city girl shit did I get myself into? <laughs> I proceeded with the date and worked her, uh, walk her to a car and headed home. I'll let you take over, dog. Coming for a serious relationship. I don't know how to be single anymore. LOL. Pause. Yeah, pause that soft shit, nigga. <laughs> pause that whole ass nigga shit. <laughs> Getting hard out here, nigga. Pause that too, nigga. Uh, I seriously don't know how to approach these women and their dating dating terms anymore nowadays. Where do we go to get the quality non damaged women? <laughs> you asking for a lot? <laughs> <laughs> quality and non damaged, nigga. <laughs> Hold your horses, buddy. Uh, I don't like the games. Like, are we still playing the same games from college? I like you, but I'm gonna call. I'm not gonna call you or text you for a couple days to act like I'm too busy or have other things or people going on that's more important than you. And when you do show attention and consistency, you look down on like a simp or someone to be open or someone too open. Pardon. Mm. I feel like I'm past the point of texting and dating multiple women at one time. But I'm coming to the conclusion that this is the wrong decision to make. Unsure, should I just say fuck it and just go to Mocha Fest <laughs> and be a part of the savagery? Mocha Fest looking better and better. <laughs> <laughs> or should I just focus on my career and travel solo? I know I'm starting to sound like Aubrey in one of his deep cuts, <laughs> but I'm just curious. Am I in the wrong circles or should I just go back to savage mode and run through them like it's freshman year all over again? I would appreciate any and whatever help y'all might give. Can y'all point help with me in the right direction? <laughs> that nigga was drunk. Off this <laughs> morning, nigga. Some of them words was in an order that I wasn't really condoning. Nigga. But uh, The right words is not in the right order. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Warm regards, a retired player. So let's help the young boy out, man. He 30, man. Now, one thing I could say about when I approached 30 for me, I hadn't come out of a four-year relationship. I came out of fuckery and debauchery. So me hitting 30 was like the opposite turn. Like, I wasn't. I got to uh, gotta check something out. Go ahead. I um, was looking for some serious shit, but my mind was in a different space. Like, I knew I had to change. He coming from something serious, so he's expecting that women are in the space he's in. And it's just like, eh, they might not be, bro. You know, when I was 30, I was coming out about a four-year relationship. Mm. You know, I was in this. Did you write this? <laughs> no. Off the 40? <laughs> Jay wrote this off the last 40 not, I brought up here. Not man. granted. I mean, I turned 30. Uh, seven years, eight years ago, seven years ago. So okay. it, the times hadn't uh, totally switched yet. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It was still what 2012 ish or some yep. shit like that. So, uh, this is a little different. It's a little different out here. Yeah, I'm uh, well, like when I'm 30, like clubs are still popping. Like I'm, I, it's okay for me to be. I can't be in the club every weekend and shit. You know what I'm saying? See, when we were 30, 
social media had not completely taken over. Facts. Now it's completely overhauled everything that you do and that we're uh, familiar with. So I think with that, it kind of makes being 30 and one to date seriously even more difficult because you have to deal with the social media. Now we could talk, we might not be able to talk about 30 year olds being uh, run wild by socials, but we've been 34 and 35 and 36 and 37 dealing with this social age. Yeah. And I agree with the young dog. It ain't easy, but you can't be like, fuck it, dog. Well, see, th- this is the best way that I can deal is yeah. I I treat them how I meet them. So if this young lady she say just treat me and never as company, freedom. oh then you just want fuck yeah. Cause like what like literally yeah yeah yeah. Let's go back to this date before we even give us uh like start giving dating advice. That date yeah out, out of dip though yeah yeah yeah. No, when you tell me I'm just company, well shit, all right. Well I'm just smoking my cigar when I'm done. I'm out. Even if I didn't dip. I'm going to tell you I dipped, and I'm going to finish watching the fucking game. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like an hour and a half. Just leave her at the bar, dog. Go back to doing what you was doing. Hour and a half. Now, well, an hour and a half, I wouldn't have been there. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, I'm, I'm, yeah, enjoying, yeah, yeah. I'm enjoying myself at the bar, watching the game, having me a cigar and shit, drinking. But I'd have been like, yeah, sweetheart, I'm, I'm out. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But that's, that's just me. Because <sighs> how particular I am about time, I don't show up late for shit. Yeah. I mean, Jay said, get here today at 5. Nigga, I walked in this bitch at 4.55. Like, that's just how niggas get down. That's how grown-ups get down. Though. Yeah. Um, When, you know the old adage, people make time for what they want to make time for, mm-hmm. right? She ain't want to go on that date with you, for real, for real. Then you find out she across, she a little... She, she up the street. Up the street at a birthday party. Yeah. Like, damn, nigga. Like, listen. Hey. <laughs> so, like, hey, I'm about to, I'm about to meet with Shorty yeah. uh, at 8 o'clock. It's 9.30 and you still chilling. Fam. Now, I, right, you the dude. You at your man birthday party at Punchbowl. Yeah. Shorty at the cigar bar waiting on you, dying, choking on smoke, losing her voice. Shorty, come over to Punchbowl. Bam, right there. Because you really want to hang and it don't look like this Punchbowl shit ending right. And like, if, I can't break out just. And if it's real light anyway, yeah. nigga, be around the, like. I'm. This not me bringing you around the fam. Like nigga, yeah. you a stranger up until this point. Not a stranger, yeah. but like it's like. And if it don't work out, I'm with my friends anyway. And I'd be like, all right, man, I catch up with you. Yeah. And then I'm I'm gonna be hanging with my peoples anyway. But just come over to just come over to Punchbowl. I took a chick uh, first date. We met up at Secreto, another cigar bar in Ferndale. Uh, we I had her pull up there just because I'm like it's light. Get some drinks. I smoke one. We chill. She showed up on time, but she brought a girl with her. And it just so happened to be a girl I knew. I knew. You feel me? So not only was I, like, thrown off, but I'm like, yo, you brought, like, old work up here with you. And you know what's so funny is uh, I'm always early and shit. Yeah. Fuck me up is uh, I meet I meet a chick at the bar, and I'm like, uh, let's meet up there 3, 3.30, right? Yeah. So when I say 3, 3.30... That's cool. I'm expecting she probably gonna be there at three thirty, but I'm gonna get there right at about three. two. No, I'm gonna try to get there about two forty five, yeah. two fifty, and sit at the bar and shit like that. Right? Yeah. Uh, I'm in the car jamming and shit. <laughs> Miss my fucking exit. I pull up. <laughs> I'm pull up at like three o two, and she get. I get a text like, "Yeah, I'm in the back by such and such." I'm like, "She didn't beat oh, me shit. fucking there." Mm. 
Shit fucked me up. Yeah. Cause then I, I felt like I was late. And it, it fucked my if you know, man, but I wasn't. But yeah. so I, an hour and a half? Yeah. <laughs> I'm not so dog, I right. We going. I'm. I'm not going, little brother. You, you're a grown ass man. You're 30 years old. But I'm gonna tell you where you first fucked up, though. Cause I'm gonna keep it a buck with you. Waiting that hour and a half for her, you shouldn't have been there when she got there, bro. Yeah. Like that's just a fact, man. And the reason that you shouldn't have been there is because you still being there by the time she got there allowed her the the game that you referring yeah, to. Yeah. Yeah. The game that you referring yeah. to the college game. The the the, the yeah. positions of power. She like, oh, I got this nigga. And she, she, that's why she leaned so hard into, oh, nigga, you just company. Like, she felt comfortable making that statement. Yo, like, if you'd have left, she would have knew. Don't talk to me like that, man. Don't don't come at me like that, man. Hey, I asked you on a date. I ain't asked you to fuck. That's where, because, like, I met you two weeks in a, two weeks before. And yeah. we, we kick it a little bit. We finally, we, we, we set up a date to go out on. Nigga, don't try to big boy me. Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, I'm not with that. I don't like how she came at you, but you stand there kind of let her know, oh, this is a nice dude. He you kind of you showed your your hand a little early that you a good cat. And unfortunately, in this world we live in, good dudes finish last. That's just a fact. Um that don't mean go out and be a dickhead, and that's the other part of that. So I don't think you should go back to being a savage. And as a former savage, I say that from experience. It ain't gonna. It ain't gonna be fulfilling, nigga. You I might just, get a nut off, but it ain't gonna feel good, bro. I mean, I just put people in their right category. Mm-hmm. If you're the type that I need to to show some love and attention yeah. or, or care, that's what you're gonna get. And if you're not, I'm gonna shoot that text. Like, where you at in real life? You up? Yeah. And that's. I'm not saying don't go back to being a savage. Like, yo, don't n- never go out there and get you some. Nigga, till you settle down and you back in your long term relationship, you found something Ain't new. That, you, bro. If you have, if a nigga ever say it with this girl, the ladies be saying uh, you uh you single until you married. Because uh, you know, oh, if man. a nigga say that, man. oh, what the fuck you mean by that? Man. Y'all be posting that shit all the time. Man, yeah, dog, <laughs> don't go out here acting completely an ass. But like Jay said, man, treat them where you meet them. If if they showing you uh some reciprocity and they showing you some love and you getting the same energy you putting out. Get them that back. Don't don't let up. But if they showing up an hour and a half late and you staying, nah. let her know you only stayed to play, nigga. Hey, I stayed. Now we can leave, nigga. I got a room at the fucking Athenium. We out. And I got a room at the Chris yeah. Motel, nigga. Yeah, nigga. <laughs> and you the only one getting on the bed. I'm going to fuck you off the side <laughs> of the bed. You get them bed bugs. I go home. Ain't no itching. So, yeah, man. Uh, Now, as far as dating in this in this era in general what would you say to the young dog as he goes back out and ventures this world depends on how old the girl is yeah it depends on how old the woman is because he said he wants a quality woman with no trauma well that's not gonna that's not possible impossible my nigga i mean you don't you don't you have trauma you have baggage you have you know what i'm saying so yeah and you might be a quality dude but you gonna carry that baggage with you man. you coming out of a four-year relationship facts something went awry right yeah so uh that's not gonna happen now someone who don't let their past like inhibit their future you just got to get the person get to know them to find that out but young old girl, she not she not like quality. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm she pretty, ain't who you want, bro. I'm pretty sure she attractive. I'm pissed because had she done the right thing and told Dog to come to Punchbowl, he might have met his queen. 
Or she at the bar. Well, like if if she trying to be in player, that's the player thing to do, though. Yeah. Like, <laughs> bitch, why you why you think your company? But she don't know the game. But that's the thing, though. She doing something she don't do. That's a hurt move that she did. She don't she don't normally play niggas like that. She normally open up to niggas and give herself away too quick and mm. then get played. So she was trying to do something. That's an obvious something, fam. You know when you are an hour and a half late to a date. You know when you are an hour. And a, that ain't twenty minutes, thirty minutes. That's a whole. Episode and a half of fucking or the about, wire, nigga. Or how about this? Stop being, <laughs> stop being greedy. Well, just reschedule the date. Quit. If that's your homegirl birthday, yeah. why did you schedule a date on the date of your homegirl birthday? But that's because that ain't even a homegirl. She care about that much. She playing with this nigga. Hmm. She ain't even necessarily care about the little punch hmm. bullshit. She probably was doing a drop by and then got there and was like, oh, oh it's some people lit. in there. Oh, it's another Fuck nigga. Fuck that nigga. <laughs> oh, it's another nigga in there. Big Dick Daryl. <laughs> Big Dick Daryl was in that bitch. Oh. And yeah, she saw that nigga. He was over there bowling and doing karaoke. She left old boy at fucking La Casa. So you pay for the date when she an hour and a half late and she tell you that just nah, respect my company nah, as company? Nah. I don't even put my card out. I dine and dash when she do all that. I'm leaving her with the bill. Because shit like that, like that's kind of unfair to the guy, right? Yeah. Like, I'm supposed to waste. I'm literally, like, I wasted hours out of my day. I know I'm not a woman. I don't tend to tell women like what they should do. But in my mind, if you a woman and you are an hour and a half late to a date and that nigga is still there when you get there, you pay for that date. You pay for that. That's the least you could do. Even if you don't want to fuck with that nigga. Like, even if he was like low key playing him and hoping he left and he didn't, pay for that. I'm charging you my studio rate for an hour and a half. Bam. <laughs> like, what? 300 million. <laughs> like, what are you doing? 300 like, million. If I wasn't here at the date, I could have been at the studio making some money. Fam, I could pay you my, I'm charging you my hourly rate at work. If I'm still there an hour and a half after you were supposed to be here, I'm only there to beat you up. It's a setup now. <laughs> it's a setup now. Now I just want to scrap. Like, I literally was sitting there waiting on you, like, after school and shit. Like, oh, yeah, here she come right here. I'm about to knock her motherfucker. And that ain't, you know, we don't support that up here. But in general, though, like, in theory, he shouldn't have been there, dog. Like, because at a certain point in this dating game, too, it's up to you to just man up and be like, fuck it, yo. Cliche. Know your worth, King. Know your fucking worth, King. And have some pride about yourself, bro. Like, I know this guy. He one of the homies. Yeah, it's a yeah, good yeah. Dude. It's a good nigga. It's a good dude. Hey. Know your worth, King. Come on, King. Come on. Man, you ain't hear what Jay-Z just fucking Frank Ocean told you. But uh, also, he say, like, you know, should I just focus on myself, focus on work? On his career and all and that. Travel solo. Now, granted, I ain't never travel solo. I kind of want to because, like, I want to show up on a cruise and then take all the single ladies on the cruise and just pop, 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 and, you know, yeah. be out. Or I'm in fucking Cancun and yeah. I want to give some young, some some old lady her groove back. Yeah. <laughs> Feed her a Werther's. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You never fucked that old bitch till you gave her a Werther's, nigga, during the middle of the sex. I don't even know if I cut the part out that with the Werther's, but nigga, that's a that's a that's an inside joke if I didn't, if I cut that shit out. Ah, uh, nigga, she be about to give you some head, nigga, you just throw a Werther's in her hey, mouth hey, real hey, quick. It's the Werther's, nigga. Like, here. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just say this, though. Oh, uh, man. The quote, my nigga, Nas. You can lose money chasing women, but you're never going to lose women chasing money. Yeah. So I say focus on the craft, and then the hoes going to come. 
Also quoting Sonny from Bronxdale. <laughs> now I thought he was slick, nigga. <laughs> Pay that man. <laughs> uh, uh, she don't open it. Nigga put the bar up. She don't. Hey, if she don't open it, she don't unlock your door. You leave her on the side. Hey, yo, I really used to live by that. Facts. Shout out to my girl. My girl still opened my door. Like, I thought that shit was going to end after like a month, but she still do it. What? Well, like, that shit kind of ended when, like, when niggas got electronic, like, yeah. all the doors is open yeah. and shit. Like, nah, fuck that. <laughs> my door, even, I don't care if my door open automatically. Like, I'm going to close it. Uh, I'm going to hip close my shit. Nigga, open it back. <laughs> open my door back. <laughs> no, that wasn't a real thing, though. No, back nigga. When, like, when high school, the- when we first got whips. Oh man! Let her and not leaned over there and unlock that door. Like nigga, that movie gave us our. That told us how to date. Now though, if she don't do it, I mean I don't go through this now because I got a girl and she opened my shit. But fellas, if you let the girl in the car first and she don't lean over to unlock your door, lock her in the car. <laughs> Trunker, <laughs> Trunker, nigga. <laughs> she did that. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> no, now you got a trunk of bitch because she wouldn't fucking unlock the door. Uh, what would I say to the young dog, man? Um, definitely stay focused on your career and focused on what you're doing. But I think it's a balance, right? And I would say this to a woman if she, because women say that a lot. Like, oh, I'm tired of these niggas. I'm gonna just get focused on my career. Then they go write a book and have a conference and speak on a panel, and they got seven million dollars, um, and three hundred thousand followers and all that shit. I don't know. I'm still trying to figure out how every woman. Know does the same thing and they all pop like help me understand because half y'all lying all of them facts uh but all that to say um focus on your career stay focused on your goals but know how to decipher when you're getting what you want from women right uh when you go out there and you meet a one because you're gonna meet women regardless, man. Right. You ain't gotta like you said, we in the era of social Especially media. Especially in your line of work, you you out and about with yeah. everybody. You yeah. don't see people. And we're in the era of social media. You don't have to go outside to meet women, bro. Like it can happen when you pick your phone up. So with that, pay attention to how you talking to the women, what you saying to them, and what their responses are. When you set up these dates, pay attention to yo, is she into the date? Did she show up one time? Like, fam, like an hour and a half? Oh, shit. I never would have been there. I'm irritated as fuck. Yeah, hour and a half, bro. Imagine that. Like, even if football is on and you smoking, two of my favorite things to do. Oh, I didn't definitely dip, though, motherfuckers. The fuck am I supposed to continue to do for an hour and a half? I didn't dip and never said, like, because, like, especially if you ain't, like, like, hey, I, I shouldn't even be here anyway. This is what, like, yeah. This is what yeah. I was, like, I shouldn't be here anyway, but. Uh, fuck around somebody would have seen me out here shit yeah so. no nah, that's and again if I was her I'd have been scared to walk in there like I know dog right here finna deck me cause or this nigga is a yeah killer. or he <laughs> fam is this Joe or is this Will yeah like come on bro yeah so but you like to party with your friends <laughs> <laughs> Joe a wild nigga I said I, I wanted to rewatch you. season one again like just cause I floated through season two so easily, and I felt like season one at times was a struggle. But now I like feel like I know this nigga Joe. Really want to watch it, but uh, oh, and then in that regard too, since we're talking about dating in this era, don't be a Joe. Don't get weird on their socials. Don't stalk and don't be nah. following their every move. Um, cause like you said, you got a career to focus on, bro. You got shit to do, and until they've hit that level with you, where y'all are like giving each other the same energy. 
like you said in your letter, the same vibe, because the vibes is bad right now. Till you get in the same vibe, don't put too much fucking effort into one situation, bro. Like, let it come naturally. You're going to meet women every day, whether you out and about or whether you on your phone. Just let it happen, bro. Don't uh, don't be led by the bullshit. Sometimes you got to be like, listen, man, I'm dope as fuck. And like, this random ass bitch... And I'm using this word. It's not yeah, yeah, really my yeah. No, no, no. This girl's a bitch. But some random women ass, ain't bitches. She's some, a bitch. Some random ass woman just don't get the you don't get the opportunity to, to get all hey, the dopeness. Hey. You know yeah, what I'm man. Saying? Everybody ain't worth what you what you putting out there, man. Uh the the things that you give, the things you provide, the things that you bring to a relationship, everybody isn't worth that. I'm Frankie Lyman out here. Facts. Ask the right ask them and I'm different. Hey, why do birds sing so gay, nigga? <laughs> I want to know. <laughs> I want to fucking know. <laughs> so look, man, uh, don't keep Wasn't staying on these. Mill, this song, I want to know. Wasn't that a Meek Mill song, I want to know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's where he's talking about Drake getting yeah. pissed on and shit. I want to know. <laughs> <laughs> Meek lost that so bad. That was like the worst rap battle in rap history, dog. Uh don't wait an hour and a half on no dates, bro. No, that's true. that's probably my biggest that's uh, that's advice to you. These women, and it ain't just women, because if a dude left a girl sitting for an hour and a half and then he showed up and she was still there, that's his, that's like, oh shit, I could play her. I could play the shit out of her, If bro. a nigga did that, she'd be online t- live tweeting. It'd be, oh a group, it'd be a group of women waiting for you when you get here. Oh, my All of them with their phone like, this him? You'd be trending. Yeah. You'll be yeah. trending by the end of the They'll night. They'll put you on all the little shade rooms and shit. Like, surviving. Man, don't, ladies, <laughs> don't go out with him. Surviving Blackberry Letter. <laughs> surviving this nigga. I still want to watch uh, Surviving R. Kelly Part 2, by the way. Just like Part 2.5 and shit, technically. Yeah. Yeah. I ain't watching yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I didn't watch 2 or the point five because two came out like months ago yeah i ain't never and then this little point five came out last week but there was only one episode each it wasn't like the six part or whatever Mm -hmm. so i'm like i could blow through a couple hours nigga i got time i don't care i just want to know like what new revelations like what made y'all do two more like the after and why you think people don't care because like collectively don't nobody care yeah yeah but i mean we care enough to like shoot a couple tweets about it but like I ain't heard nobody say they watched this shit or, you know how the surviving R. Kelly thing was. It no, was that was a, a, it was a moment. It was a thing. That was a moment for six nights in yeah. a row, nigga. But uh, I got some unpopular shit to talk about. Hold on, real quick. But we to, talking to, about why? To, uh, but to wrap that up, but that episode, uh, I mean that uh, segment, the Blackberry Letter, <clears throat> it was uh, brought to you by uh, Urban Arthur. After the party, it's the hotel lobby, and after the Belby, then it's probably Chris, and after the original, it's probably this. And that's how that's that's how uh, Survivor R. Kelly Part Two came. That's up. what after the after the show is the after show, nigga. Jay Z is such a wild nigga. That nigga wild. But listen, that that, that Blackberry letter was. Uh, brought to you by urban fantasy author S.L. Jackson and the new urban fantasy novel Animal Instincts, The Urban Jungle. Order your copy of the highly anticipated ebook, Amazon, Bars and Nobles, Apple Books, everything, $2.99, pre-order. All right? 
Get into it, man. What up? Send your boy a copy, man. I need that. I'll buy it because we didn't announce it and told niggas to buy it now. So I ain't just going to be the hoe ass nigga that want a free early copy. But because uh, it's too late to be early and you got me out here looking regular. But fuck it, nigga. We bigged you up on our shit, man. Send your boy a copy, dog. I'm excited to read it. I love a good urban novel. You know what I'm saying? It's been a minute. Yeah, man. But uh, so this it's a it's a different spin on it. It's okay. A, because it's a urban fantasy. Yeah. They don't got no humans in it. Yeah. There's no humans. Fucking urban jungle, nigga. Yeah, literally. Yeah. It's, a, it's a literal jungle. So. Fuck y'all want to do. Niggas ain't never been in the jungle. All right. Well, speaking oh, of. You them, said you got something. Uh, I just want y'all niggas to get something off. Something unpopular. I just want y'all to get off Oprah Dick, dog. I really do. <laughs> I want y'all to get off Oprah Dick. Are we. Are we yeah, but why don't she remember? Hey, listen. The woman got molested when she was a kid. Yeah. She went through some sexual assault. Yeah. She went through some sexual trauma. No wonder she don't like Michael Jackson in that sexual trauma shit. Man. No wonder she's sticking up for the the women of the victims, right? I get it what y'all think, but like you do realize that your opinion doesn't make it an actual fact because that's how you think it is, right? Like if Oprah believe, like I believe, yeah. that Michael Jackson was touching kids, I'm okay with the documentary. Yeah. I think the nigga was touching kids. Me personally, I do. So it's not it's not far fetched that Oprah believes that, and I don't think it's a it's a plot to bring the black man down. Like yeah. I don't think that, and I'm the nigga that would usually yeah come up with a, a theory like that. I want y'all to get up Oprah back. Um, and and me and me and Jay, we agree on a lot. We disagree on a lot. This is one that we agree on, and here's my reason. Uh, I don't give a fuck who support executive produce direct rights or films these documentaries and i don't give a fuck whether the niggas we start with are black white or other if they out here being creeps document them all dog now oprah speaking of she dropped out of the me too documentary that's coming out did you hear she do you hear what she said why though why she said hey look i fully support everything them girls said and i believe it she said, i don't like the how the documentary was going like they yeah. wasn't telling enough about their stories yeah. so the documentary it seemed like was more hell-bent on just dropping names and exposing and she trying to get their stories out yeah. there because she said literally hey i stand behind them i believe everything the girl said so this not no from the outside looking in yeah like it's consistent what she she said i'm not backing down nigga yeah it is what it is russell you was on every drug that you said. Yeah. You said you was on every drug, every one of them, and you did, you blacked out, you did all uh, type of shit, and you glad that you're not the same person no more, right? That's a woman saying you forcibly raped her in her in, the, in your office. That's yeah. not like no questionable, no, forcibly raped her while she was fighting back. Now, I don't know that that's true. Yeah. And I won't, I, I won't, uh, I won't uh, put that on you, so to speak, <laughs> but that's an allegation that if someone says that, but you, you, you don't listen to them, and then when somebody says that you did that and your response is, I don't remember. Or I don't remember. Nigga. I'm going to step down from my um position. And, I'm and then move, left the country. I'm going to move to a country that has no extradition. Yeah. Like, fam, that looks fucking obvious. And guess what? I don't give that much of a fuck about Def Jam to not call you out on that. I don't. Like, sorry, bro. And I don't, I don't even like Oprah. Yeah, never no. liked Oprah. Jay has never liked Oprah. Have y'all listened to any time we've ever talked about Oprah here? Shop talk. Not, just never been nigga, an Oprah fan. Yeah, 
y'all don't stalk Jade. Like, he be at the crib, like, in I don't like Oprah forums. Like, yo, I fight that bitch. I fight yeah. that bitch too. But, like, I just don't like the, like, yeah. the narrative is like, y'all not mad. She doing this to black men. Y'all just think, oh, she doing it to black men. Mm-hmm. But did the nigga touch bitches? Because if he did. Was R. Kelly not doing what he was doing? Yo. Was Michael Jackson not sending fax and, machine letters? Yo, because y'all niggas ain't said nothing about Dream Hampton and our, our shit because you know he was fucking creepy. Come on, man. Now y'all believe in two fucking random white dudes. And guess what? Who the fuck is Harvey Weinstein? Like, before you found out about this, you had no idea who Harvey Weinstein is. Because guess what? I don't give a fuck about what's going on in the white community. Yeah. I can't tell you that they don't do this to this people because uh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't follow. Uh, do you read CNN every day? Because uh, they could be holding them accountable. Do you read um, Deadspin? Do you read uh, everything? What's the name of that company? Who uh, TMZ? No, it's a company who they they own like uh, like seven or eight different uh, websites or whatever. It's one company and they like they be on this shit all yeah. the time. Like I'm sure you don't go read that shit. Don't yeah. tell me what white people not talking about yeah. when you don't know. You're not in that circle. And with with Harvey Weinstein specifically, man, because niggas was all oh, man Oprah. That's her friend and da da da. She got pictures with Harvey and she got pictures with Bill Cosby. All these niggas was her people at one point. Man, I when got, she find out niggas is creeps, I you ain't my people no more. Like, bye. I got I got pictures with Freeway Ricky Ross. Hey. I got pictures uh with Jay Prince. Hey. If you ask them niggas, hey, you know Jason Johnson, they're like, who the fuck is that nigga? Hey. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like hey. I got pictures with niggas who I don't really know in real life. I got pictures with Luther. <laughs> and if you ask that nigga who is that, he better tell you, nigga. <laughs> Cause I'm be mad. Like, nigga, you scared me when I was a little kid. Nigga had on I'm, too much makeup. I, I get it. I'm saying yeah, I'm, yeah, not, I'm yeah. not trying to say that Harvey Weinstein and Oprah are not friends. You know what I'm saying? Or not associates. Yeah. Or I don't fucking know and I don't fucking care. But when did it become her job specifically to uh, just go out and do and this? And report on all the yeah. rapists. Cause I'm, here's one thing I wouldn't care about. If she came out and said, yo, yeah, I am uh Doing docs on all the black fucking sexual molesters and assaulters. Because I was black and I got sexually molested by somebody black. And I care Bow. about my community. Bow. I don't want this shit to happen to my community. Bow. I don't give a fuck about what happened to other communities. Hey. I ain't never heard somebody Let the say, why ain't you going after any of the, the people in India? Because hey. the age of consent and this, 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 this. Because don't nobody give a fuck what's going on in yeah. India. Yeah, niggas is just making something out of nothing. Yeah. Nah, respectfully Fuck that Disrespectfully Nick nah. was in a barbershop Tripping the other day though Yeah Like Oh they be going hard on Oprah dog I was like What are About y'all? this specifically I'm like fuck all that shit They trying to do that with Mike Like nigga Mike <laughs> Mike was nasty Bro and we got a lot of flack I ain't talk about too much of it On the pod But after we did that review Of the Neverland Whatever that shit was Niggas was really in my DM Like dog I can't believe y'all would talk about Michael Jackson like that He's a national treasure He's this he's that I'm like fam He's all of that and he nasty. And guess what? And it's a bunch of uh, videos of Mike speaking about shit that I, I fucking like and I hey. respect. And I'll take that opinion. I'll use that. But when you hey. ask me about my opinion on something, or if I choose just to share, you ain't got to ask me about it because I got my own show. Hey, facts. Um, and y'all listen to us. So thank y'all for listening, <laughs> man. We really appreciate all the supporters and the listeners and the followers. So if I think that nigga touch kids, I can't say it because hey, you nah, don't think it? Nah. Because you black, man. How you going to let a motherfucker talk about a black man and you a that black man? That motherfucker didn't even want to be black no more. Allegedly. I mean, I'm not. He not. He, Vitilago. <laughs> yeah. Oh, whatever, <laughs> nigga. 
Nigga had the only vitiligo that was even all the way through. Uh, go ask the nigga on Fox too, nigga. Lee Thomas, that nigga yeah. really got it. He's I, I he want to be yeah. black still. Yeah, Winnie Harlow. Sure. She out here. Uh, anyway, nevertheless, um, actually, yeah, man. If y'all uh, if y'all ain't feeling what me and Jay got to say about Oprah and y'all leaving her alone, like Jay don't like Oprah, so that wasn't in defense of Oprah. It's just in defense of her stance being against. Whatever fucking assaulters is out there, nigga. Honestly, it's not even defense of her stance. I just hate y'all argument. Yeah. I hate the fact that y'all always gloss over the actual act that's being committed and be yeah. like, well, how come you ain't? That's some of some all yeah. lives matter shit. Facts. We not talking about, we yeah. talking about the black ones right yeah. now. I'm talking about Russ. Like in real life. So talking about Mike, I'm talking about Bill. If I want to talk about black lives and you be like, well, what about the, all the other ones? You want some yeah. all lives matter yeah. shit. I'm not talking about Y'all them. talking about all assaults matter. Hey, they do. But Just like all lives matter. But we, but talk we about focus these. on the ones that impact us. We focus on the ones uh, that are the, the, the men that we have revered and have held in these high fucking places in our culture. Like, yo, Russ, this hip hop shit that we love, nigga, we hold you high. You were a part of it. You were a part of building it and marketing it and branding it. And then guess what? And you build and marketed yeah. something that was detrimental to black women yeah. anyway. And nigga, who, who fostered a, a, a sense like no, Facts. black women was not treated well through hip hop. Facts, and we not gonna talk about how old Kamora was when you first start fucking. Facts, because it's been out there. Like you creepy. Like, this ain't new, bro. I know you a creep. Like in re- you creepy. Hey, I like Def Jam, but you still creepy. Yeah, Def Jam was hard. Def Jam Vendetta was hard. <laughs> I still got it. <laughs> I don't have no Sega, but I got the game. The shit was creepy. All that to say. Uh, and you could have. If any of y'all niggas want to fight, <laughs> I'm really with that shit. I don't want to fight though. I do. Uh, Jay got the Glock. Hey, hold up. I just read. <laughs> hold up. This is funny. Then we're going to talk about power. I'm actually doing my best to avoid all power conversations right now. This meme on the gram say, You think I'm a fight when I spent $600 on this Glock? I went to the range. Since you morning. going on a t shirt. <laughs> I seen that this morning. As I was leaving the gun range. <laughs> you going on a fucking shirt. So Jay going to shoot you. I just want to fight, man. But uh, yeah, dog, let Oprah call out all these niggas until these niggas stop being creeps. And if she decide at some point to call out the white people or to call out her friends who happen not to be niggas, good for her too. But right now, I ain't mad at you calling out a creep on being a creep. They acting like that, 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 like we just talked about Bill Cosby and we just talked about R. Kelly. Nigga, yeah. both them shits was 20 and 30, 40 years in the making. Yeah. And they like, oh. why didn't you say that my Weinstein? Well, we got to get this nigga 30 years, just like we gave R. Kelly. And, woo! We got to give woo! him 50 years like we gave Bill Cosby. Woo! The nigga on trial right now for two different ones. Woo! Fuck that nigga anyway. And I'm like, fam, Weinstein is going to prison, fam. Like, y'all can bet your bottom dollar. It might not happen today. It might not happen tomorrow. But it's going to happen, bro. I don't give a fuck about Weinstein. Hey. And he had a couple movies. That, I mean, the nigga got a million movies, but he had a couple that I was like, oh, shit, that was my shit. I ain't I mean, going to never watch it again. It means nothing But, to me. yeah, yeah, Weinstein ain't a part of my culture. He could not exist, and yeah, I, wouldn't, yeah, yeah. I would never, I wouldn't, it wouldn't matter to me. So, all right, man, let's do what we've been avoiding, bro. All right, man. Let's get into it, man. I'm going a, I'm to a, I'm a start this off. I, I got a little monologue for us and shit. Go ahead. Get, get, Kick get, this get off, man. So, in life... I think it's three ways you can go out when you're at the top of your career, right? So you can be the George Foreman type, right? 
go out on top. Knocked out Michael Moore at 50-whatever years old, nigga. Went out, boom, boom, took him out, won the belt again, started the fucking Foreman grill, nigga. Got millions of billions of dollars, nigga, and George Foreman is good out here, right? But that rarely happens with TV shows, right? You get some like Sopranos, The Wire, Boardwalk Empire that go out. Maybe they go off con- controversially, but they're still good when they go out. Like the quality never left. You know what I'm saying? Or you can be one of the two Mike Tysons. Now, I knew coming into season six, Power was going to be one of the two Mike Tysons, but I didn't know which one. So you got two Mike Tysons. The first one is the drug-addicted, sex-addicted, non-training, undisciplined Mike Tyson that got his ass whooped by Buster Douglas, right? Went out there and got knocked out. Not too far after that, went to prison for rape, all kinds of, like his life spiraled, right? He went out bad that time, right? The other Mike Tyson went out kind of awesome, nigga. He went down swinging. Literally. Bit off Evander ear. And it was like the wildest shit you ever saw, right? Like, you was kind of like, yo, did I just witness? We witnessed a moment in history when he bit that nigga ear. And the reason we ain't tripped. Twice. The reason we ain't tripped, though, is because that nigga said, you know what? Fuck it. I'm throwing everything out there. I'm a, This going to be the craziest, wildest shit I could do. Because if I'm going to go out this time, you're going to remember me. Nigga, I ain't going out on my back. I'm going to go out swinging, nigga, doing whatever. So I hoped coming into these final five episodes that Power took the gloves off and bit my motherfucking ear, right? And just said, fuck it. We doing everything, nigga. Bow, nigga. Somebody just going to walk up and bust Tommy in the head, nigga. Boom. Somebody going to walk up, nigga. Oh, Blanca, you the cops? Bow. Shoot her in the chest. Like, I was ready for it all, right? Like, I wanted New York to just blow up. Lobos back. Like, any of that wild shit, nigga. Like, nigga, I was ready for the world, right? Like, and then these niggas went Lobos out. Back. Nigga, they went out like fucking Buster Douglas Tyson, dog. I'm looking at Power struggling to get up right now. Mouthpiece hanging out, drooling. You on the ground, knock the fuck out, and I don't like it. Lobo's back. <laughs> Lobos back. Lobos back. Lobos back. Lobos back. <laughs> so all these niggas Lobos saying. Lobos back. Dog. I was ready for Lobos back. I was ready for them to be like, I know y'all been seeing Angie Ghost, but guess what, bitch? Angie alive, nigga. <laughs> Angie back. Like, dog, I was ready for this shit to just snap off and go crazy. They not giving me crazy. They think they giving me something sweet. After this pause episode, I am officially convinced that the career is over, bro. You know what they doing? What? I'm a boxing fan. Yeah. Uh, That's why I did that. They like the flurry at the end of the round yeah. to make it seem like they won the round. Yeah. So when the judges can kind of be the, oh, yeah. he, he, at but the end of the round, but da, 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 da. oh, shit, I'm going to give him this round. That's what they've been doing for the last couple of seasons. But guess what we shit, are, though? We the real judges. Not only that, we Floyd. I'm rolling that bullshit right off my show. You're not going to get me with, oh, pause, 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 and then at the end throw that little Tommy Tasha snitch on Chomp. I'm talking about what season? Yeah, yeah, yeah. With this episode for sure. Oh, nigga, since season four. Like, y'all have a a, a slow-ass season and then give me 
three episodes. Yeah. Out of ten, that's yeah. good. And it looked like, oh, that was a good season. Yeah, no, it wasn't. Because you can't, dog, I don't like Floyd. That's has nothing to do with that nigga's boxing. Excellent boxer. Gotcha. I just think he's one of the worst humans ever with money. However, I respect that nigga's boxing acumen, and he, I agree he's probably the best defensive fighter I've ever seen in my life. You can't fool me and Jay. We come up here every week with these episodes studied. We not coming up here just winging it, maybe like a time or two, because niggas be sleepy. But for the most part, I'm studying this. My notes is full, my nigga. I'm writing this shit down. You can't just throw this bullshit at me, dog. You know, for... Yes, I'm mad if y'all can't tell, by the way. For a good minute and a half, I was like... What if we came up here and was like, we ain't like this episode, we ain't doing no review, and that was the pod? For a good two minutes, I thought about that shit. I thought about it because I didn't know what we were going to talk about if we didn't do that. Yeah. Because this wasn't an episode that I feel like I could drag a fucking hour out. We're definitely not. Hey. I got somewhere to be in 57 minutes. So hey. Fuck that Y'all going to get what y'all get. Well, probably about hour and 15. Y'all can get an hour. But. But that's I'm how not, mad we are. I'm not doing it. We can't do a scene by scene breakdown. Fam. It's not even necessary. We talking about a character that we never knew and never questioned to know. Like I never was like, "Yo, you know how I know this you know was who bad." Don't pause. You know how I know this was bad because you know we be hard on episodes, right? Rightfully and, so. And I always get like, "Yeah, that was good," and every that. Yeah. Everybody told me this shit was bad. Oh, fam, my my entire timeline. I I got live tw- I got my live tweets. I got live text messages while people was watching like, no, this yeah. shit is horrible. Fam, my mother hit me yesterday after church. You know where your mama be after church? She in the best of spirits. She taught at Sunday school yesterday. My mama couldn't have been in a better mood. <laughs> she hit me yesterday, and I quote, I'll read you the message. Hold up, because y'all think it's a fucking game. <laughs> Tell y'all what my mama said to me yesterday. She said, and I quote, how was power? I said, I'm going to let you watch on your own. She said about an hour and a half later, why'd you let me do that? That shit was terrible. And that was after church, nigga. I went to, uh, so Kanan Starks has an Instagram page, right? Operated by 50s people, not by 50, but, uh, it's always about power. It's always power content. So he wrote on there yesterday after uh, the episode aired. He said, yo, what y'all think about tonight's episode? My nigga, I went through precisely 64 comments. <laughs> about 12 were spam. The remaining comments were all, that was so bad. Like, please redo that. Y'all are wasting time. It's only three episodes left and y'all did that? Wow. So that's where my anger stems from. Like, did y'all? We don't have enough time for this, bro. So my, my, my thought process is. Let's get into that, man. Did, like, did y'all have a, did y'all watch these episodes? Like, and y'all like, oh yeah, this is how we going to end this. Yeah. This is how we going to end the whole series. Like, yeah. It's not, it's just not good. It's. So it was funny. Uh, we had a few people in the comments on the Facebook group. Join the Facebook group this week in culture, uh, by the way. And Instagram. We had a few people hit us and say, Oh, this episode wasn't that bad. I like this one better than Dre's. Here's why I feel different. 
because at least Dre was a pivotal character in this series at one point. Maybe they turned this character into the soft, weird, snitchy bitch that they did. Sorry, Rotimi. But they turned him into something. But, yo, Dre at one point was like a nigga we cared about and was like watching for. Like, oh, shit. They got to kill Dre. He was the most hated nigga. And now it's like, fam, y'all gave me pies who I don't hate. I don't love. I don't care about. Y'all hit me with a backstory of a character that never mattered up to this point, bro. Like, I never cared about Paz. I never was like, oh, I wonder what Paz's son going to do now that Angie did. Can he still go to school? Send that nigga to PS22. Who the fuck knew that Paz had a kid? I remember a long time ago, uh, Angie saying something to Ghost to the tune of, like, I can't fuck with you because if they know I'm fucking with Ghost, I lose my job and I go down, but a whole lot of people go down with me. My dad can't be in the foster home or the uh, uh, whatever, the old folks home that he's in to get his care. My nephew, who I take care of, can't go to the school. He I remember her saying that explicitly, like season three. So all that to say, I knew Paz had a... So that's why she was living in that small ass apartment. Yeah, she was taking care of old fam. Yeah. Angie was a real nigga, man, and we find out more every week how real she was. So, so somebody did mention that um, it was like, "Oh, I'm the only person who liked these perspective episodes," uh, and I don't like perspective episodes in general. I'm really cool with, yeah, but I don't like the execution of these because yeah. while they're wrapping up six seasons of storyline, they're also introducing new characters and exploring a backstory of non-plot impacting people. One of the homies, real quick, just asked me if we can drop this episode tonight. I don't care. Possibly. I'm going to just say that. <laughs> Two and a possible. <laughs> I got a video shoot tonight. So yeah, Jay got something to do. So if it come out tonight, uh, surprise, motherfucker. And if it don't come out tonight, don't ask why, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, I'm, I totally agree with you, bro. Like, I love perspective episodes. I love episodes that break down what certain characters were doing uh, when a pivotal event happened. But the execution is key. Now, Dre's episode was bad just because I don't feel like the script was that good. That's I, the issue. The yeah, script, yeah, yeah. Like the script the, was... The premise? Yeah, yeah. I'm like, oh, shit, we don't know who killed Ghost. What yeah. was going on this day? Because that last episode, episode nine, yeah. we had questions. That shit mm -hmm. didn't, didn't add up. Oh shit, we can get these questions answered. Yeah. They just didn't do a good a job. Cause right. like with the Dre episode, even though the script was bad, and we said it uh on this podcast, yo, it was bad just cause it was like, what the fuck is happening for the first however many minutes? That shit scared the fuck out of yeah, me. Yeah, it did. That shit was mad loud in my ear. <laughs> um, but then it was like, yo, that last like 15 minutes of Dre's episode was active, nigga. Like, and pivotal shit happened. Like Dre finally got killed. Something major happened. Uh, something we've been waiting on for three fucking seasons finally happened. With Paz, not only was the script bad, but it's also like, what's happening? Fam, what did we find out in this why episode she, that we couldn't have found out regardless? Why, why she retarded, though? Don't even get me into how she blew the bag. Like, no, like, how many times can we tell you that Ghost didn't yo, do it? Yo, when Sax said, fam, he, he didn't do it. <laughs> And Sachs even said specifically, there's not enough evidence pointing to him doing what you and I thought he did. Like nigga, He didn't do it. Like, nigga, I tried to frame him for this shit. It is like, my nigga, 
nothing is sticking like on him doing this. I knew he didn't do it, but I tried to frame him anyway, and it still yeah. wouldn't work. Like, fam. I tried to make him look like he did it, and he still didn't do it, and my make him look like he did Autopsy it. said he didn't do it. The, the judge said he didn't do it. The, everybody tell him, like, damn, nigga, he didn't do it. Even niggas that hate him are like, fam, he loved Angie. He Tasha was her. like, she, he didn't do it. Tasha was like, he wouldn't. Angie, he had killed me before he killed Angie. That's a fact. And that's a whole fact. So, why Paz didn't believe that and didn't, like, let that resonate enough for I her to know, move dog. smart? Ghost will probably kill Angie and then just hate uh, Tasha enough to kill Tasha. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, he always do the quote-unquote yeah. right thing, but then he'll bitch about it afterward. Like, he'll yeah. fuck around and, like, hold it up your head for the next two seasons. You just made me kill the love of my life. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Tommy. I just killed the fucking love of my life. The woman I've been wanting to be with since I was a fucking kid. He will kill, he will kill everybody for Tommy though. Yeah. Tommy is the one nigga I don't think Ghost would kill on this whole series. Cause he had ample opportunity after Tommy literally tried to kill him and he still ain't kill him. All right, let me get some jokes off. Oh no, nah, he did. I forgot he shot up the whip that time. Yeah. <laughs> but hold up, nigga, uh Ice Cube voice. Now that's different. <laughs> he shot shit out that whip. That nigga yeah. shot the shit out that bitch, nigga. All right, all right. He might kill Tommy, nigga. That, nigga, that car looked like E Honda after one of uh Street Fighter. <laughs> you know uh, we had to fuck that car up <laughs> on Street Fighter. Hey, even if I was Tommy and like I tried to kill you first, when I saw that car, I'd have been like, like damn, oh damn, nigga? I guess we really ain't friends, nigga. Oh, this nigga mad, man. Wow, you try to kill me? Wow, really? Nigga? All right, let's let's get into the specifics of the episode, man. Some of the dynamics, bro. I mean, at the end of the ain't day, too much shit happen. I bro. mean, at the end of the day, um, Paz, we find out what she was doing during this day. She taking care of her father who got dementia of some sort. Yeah, uh, he don't remember a goddamn thing, but he remembers that he hate Jamie. Why uh, the fuck? What did Jamie do? Damn, because back then, I'm sure all that nigga might have been doing was selling some weed. He was still in school, and Angie said several times, you had a chance to go to choke, which meant you wasn't doing that bad in school, nigga. He wasn't, like, beating her up or fucking around. She know, hey, like, I, he hadn't even fucked. And he, Fuck. she went to a different school. She like, left to go to choke. Why do and everybody passed, Oh, I made her leave so she could get away from the streets and get away from Jamie, and the streets got to her anyway. Well, bitch, guess what? But, like. They have a, they, I don't understand the level of disdain y'all have for for for, for ghosts because he didn't do nothing to y'all. So we said this last year, 2019, um, when episode 10 aired before they went on that little however many week break, when Paz was one of the people walking down the street in that final montage, we said, why the fuck is Paz mad? Like... Tommy, I know. Tasha, I know. Reek, I know. Tate, I know. Dre, I know. Why is Paz mad? Of all the people in that scene, what the fuck is you mad at? Especially when your last conversation with him was, yo, I know you didn't kill my sister. And that nigga said, thank you for believing me. Like, bitch, we come on, dog. She definitely felt like she was, uh, that whole conversation felt like it was a wire. Yeah, so it we felt it why. then, and we found out because it was. She was trying to get that nigga to say something. Hey, what what did you what you learn from this episode? That was a that was a piece. So the only thing I took from this episode, let's just say two things. One, pause. One to shoot her. Yes, scratched her off the list. We got hold on. Matter of fact, let's go to the list real quick so we can tell y'all who's left. Because a few people told me in the little after show with Terrence J. Never that uh, Courtney said 
oh, stop overthinking. It's one of the people that's a suspect. Like, one of the people from that final scene. It ain't Ramona. So, quick. And for the people who keep saying it's Ramona real quick, I just want to tell y'all, y'all sound dumb as fuck. And here's why I'm going to say that. Not because y'all are dumb, because we appreciate you listening. But... Nigga, what the fuck would Ramona shoot ghosts for? Like, there's not a logical reason on earth that, that he has to die. That for Ramona, it. which <laughs> fam, Ramona was a known political strategist who came from a known politician uh, or known uh, political marriage, and then had a fucking public divorce. Why would I have to kill? Why someone? the fuck would she leave? Uh, Capitol Hill, and then or not Capitol Hill. Where was she at? She was in um. She ain't got the dick yet. Yeah, and then came to fucking Manhattan and was like. I'm going to kill Jamie, dog. I don't, I don't like this St. Patrick nigga. All right, so the remaining suspects, we down to four. Sax, Tasha, Tommy, and Reek. Because we know it wasn't Dre, we know it wasn't Blanca, we know it wasn't Tate, and we know it wasn't Paz. Um, so we'll talk about that in a minute. To answer the rest of your question, what did I learn from this episode? I learned Ghost was a real nigga. Ghost left Tommy Mama something in his will. Always said Kate was like his mom, left her some bread, even though her son tried to kill him. And she tried to have her son leave that nigga side several times. Ghost left Angie's sister something in the will. Pause. Not only did I not kill your fucking sister, who I loved and did a lot of shit for, a lot of sucker shit. But after she died, I switched my will that I was leaving over to her to you. So, you know, that's a grip. Yeah. If that was what yeah. I would leave for for my yeah. for you, for her, to you, like, you know it's a grip. Like, and that nigga in the will, when they was reading it off, it said specifically, he left a sizable amount to you. Sizable. Anybody ever left me a sizable amount of shit, nigga. And uh, yo, real quick, can we pause for this shout out? Uh my nigga Elvin yeah. from the Cosby show, man. Uh let me, I want to, Jeffrey Lewis Owens played Elvin in the Cosby show last year, went viral because you niggas is mad, disrespectful, and y'all hate on hardworking men in this country, especially hardworking black men. I'm on my Oprah shit. Y'all hate hardworking black men. Um, It was a picture of him backing some groceries and y'all was on that nigga head about having a real fucking job. Just like later this weekend, I seen some shit. Some chick was in the back of a car and she was in a ride share, right? And Young Jock was her driver. And it wasn't Lyft or Uber. It was like a new app that's popping. Probably some black-owned shit. But Young Jock was her driver. And she filmed it. And while she filming it, she asking that nigga how he feel about falling off. And Young Jock handled it real cool. Like, he had his hoodie on. So he was probably a little embarrassed after she said that. But he had his hoodie on. And he was like, yo, I ain't fell off. He was like, shit, I got hustles, nigga. I'm out here. Like, I'm going to make a dollar regardless. So, And he was like, this is easy money. I'm picking you up and dropping you off. I ain't fall off. I'm getting bread, nigga, to do something that I would probably be doing anyway, driving somewhere, nigga. But she she was clowning them, and so the chick went viral in a bad way. They went on her page and got on her head. Nice. Um, but anyway, long story short, and low-key, now that I'm thinking about it, it wasn't a chick. It was a dude that dressed as a chick. Uh, so shout out to them. But all that to say, y'all hate hardworking black men in this country. Fast forward, shout out to Elvin, because Jeffrey Lewis Owens not only got this job on Power, he also got a job in a Tyler Perry project that's coming out later this year. So, fuck y'all, he working. Thanks. Now, back to this. So, he said, yo, Ghost left a sizable amount to you and your family. Pi said, I don't want it. Why you blowing the bag, man? 
You don't have no money. Your son can't go back to school. Your pops can't go back to the home he been in. They both living in your crib because they can't afford to go back to the places they was living. Why you being stupid? I wish you would take that fucking Montclair coat off with your broke ass. No, nah, Pa's a Detroit nigga. Like, <laughs> no, nah, Pa's and Detroit niggas don't take the Monkler off. She had that bubble coat on the nah, entire you don't take the episode. Off. Niggas be wearing they Monkler with the hoodie at Jay Alexander's eating dinner. You cutting steak with the Monkler sleeve all Zip in the fucking the sauce. Up, nigga. Like, nigga, I was so fucking tired of seeing that goddamn. How you got steak coat? Maui sauce all on your sleeve on a Monkler, nigga? Yeah, uh, Pa's did not remove that, but that's just like uh, my nigga Zig had the Monkler on. Back when he was on here for a couple episodes. Zig did not shoot him. Stop giving me that weak ass <laughs> shit. We told you niggas months Yo. ago that we looked at the IMDB. He only was in two episodes. Another useless yeah. fucking thing. Zig ain't back. That nigga, uh, what was that nigga Tasha fuck? Damien, Damon, whatever his name was. He not back. All these niggas is dead, B. Like, they not in the show no more. They won't be coming back. Uh, the girl that Reek went to school with is not coming back. Like... Yes, y'all, power is playing us this stupid. They may talk about that, though. They might talk about it, but that character won't be back. All her shit ended in 2019. Like, what? <laughs> I'm well, hoping that they explain who she worked for. Because you remember well, she was texting yeah. a drug dealer. So maybe maybe that's book two. It could be, but I don't want it to be. Yeah. Because I would like for y'all to not give me all these storylines and characters. I want to find out because I'm probably never watching book two. So, like, I would rather wrap this shit up. So let's talk about, um, you said what we learned. So we learned Ghost was a real nigga. We learned that, if anything, Ramona was complicit to this nigga getting away with faking his death. Because she looked very much fucking, like, intrigued. That's what, that's And that statement she said. She said, uh, what'd she say? You can't lose. Some people can't lose. Or whatever. Like, she looked like she bought the Kool-Aid. So listen, this is, this is my thing. Cause I was very, I'm a, very much a proponent of Ghost is dead, like yeah. dead, dead. Yeah. But now it seems like y'all going out your way to tell us that he's dead. Yeah. Like every time he comes on the television, and this everybody happened to be watching the news, the yeah. same news spot at the same time. By the way, facts. A uh, whole city watched Channel Four News, whatever. Nah. Uh, but first he was slain. Now he was found murdered. Like he was dead. Like they keep beating into your head that you're de- that he's dead. Now, I just don't trust the writers. So I don't, even though conventional wisdom says the nigga got shot in the middle of the chest from a fucking balcony, they hit the floor, and then yeah. all the news reports say, nigga, yeah. found slain. <laughs> like, and 90- Ghost was his name. He yeah. got a baby. Like, 98% of me says, this nigga dead. But, like, the fact that the writers keep telling us that he's dead, he's dead, he's dead, I don't know. Yeah. 2% of me say Ramona helped him get away from some shit. So I'm very much so in the Ramona was a part of him faking his death train, or at least if she wasn't complicit in it, she had knowledge of it. Because it's uh, a useless character. Yeah. I, and like, not only did they never do much with Ramona of anything outside of maybe helping Ghost start what was about to be his political career, but that never went forward. So they also never gave me a Ramona sex scene. So right now, I'm trying to figure out what her purpose was. The only thing I could she think... She can't be naked and be on the CW at the same time. <laughs> so here's why I'm thinking that she might have been a part of helping him fake his death. 
she's a political fixer, right? She's a strategist. Strategist is code word for we make the shit work. We figure out how to fit pieces in the what. We figure out how to make stories go away. We strategize to make sure you the right nigga for the campaign and that nothing fucks that up. Ghost had a lot of shit about to fuck this campaign up. So this is what I think could possibly be happening. Okay. I possibly think that Ghost worked with Tommy and Ramona mm. to fake his death. When Paz went to Tommy's house, you notice Tommy had kind of had her at the front door and he was like, you got to go, you got to go, you got to go. Like, yeah. It could have been somebody. He wouldn't the, let her hit that corner. Yeah. Ghost, yeah. Ghost could have been in there at the time. I see what you're saying. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. like, and then when he went back, all this shit was gone. Yeah. Like, I don't know if Tommy cleaned out the shit just because he killed ghosts. Like, who's going to yeah. come out? You know what I'm saying? So so here's a question. That's my a mom, slight possibility. Here's a question my mom had for me. Uh, and one of my homies asked me in a DM on the gram. Said, yo, why Tasha snitch on Tommy like that? It's my thoughts. Pretty simple. Well, it was the first thing I thought, but I thought it instantly. She wants Tommy to die before he finds out she killed Keisha. Yeah. Because she knows if he finds that out, it's over. And I think he's he, going to lose it. I think he kind of found it out and he was probably trying to kill her. So in a recent interview, I can't remember where she was interviewing, but Naturi Naughton actually went on and hinted at it pretty fucking clearly that Tommy finds out for sure. Like he knows for sure before this ends that she killed Keisha. And she said, quote, Tasha may meet a very bad fate for killing Keisha. And she said that. She said, Tommy knows for sure Tasha may meet a very bad fate. Said that. I read it last night. So that said, her telling Paz, yo, you riding around in the city all day with your hand in your purse on the blicky. I see you trying to get action. You was talking about killing ghosts. Yo, you know what? Fuck it. Let me give you this little tidbit. Tommy kill Angie. Now, if you want to kill somebody, kill the nigga who I'm trying to keep from killing me. But my whole thing is... The nigga got shot. Ghost. Yeah, that's a fact. So we he got shot and he bled. We 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 saying that like he faked his death, right? Yeah, theorizing, Possibly. theorizing. But the nigga definitely got shot in the chest. Yeah, and he fell off the fucking balcony yeah. to the ground. Two things that could kill you. Yeah. So like, now, quote unquote, faking his death. Like maybe he didn't actually die, and yeah. then they didn't tell nobody that. Yeah. Because that's where okay, so back to Ramona. That's where political strategists come in. Because remember the, the, the DNC nigga walked in there ready to handle business. Yeah. Like, yo, let me tell you what y'all not going to do. I don't care if you the feds. Nigga, I'm the DNC. And I'm telling you right now, leave Ghost alone, nigga. Period. Point blank. Don't do that. You do that, you're going to get this phone call. That nigga said, shit. He was like, okay, phone rang. There you go. <laughs> he said, yeah, there it is. Have a good night. Uh, That whole little judge shit. Not, like, all that whole little background shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Unnecessary. Now, unless it's leading somewhere, on a, so what they've done, there? what they've done the last two episodes with the backstories and all that that they're giving, uh, with this little rewind the timeline and show us what all the suspects were doing, they're also throwing in a lot of fucking other shit. They just not expounding on it, right? They give because I noticed that during Dre's episode, like they gave us a lot with that spanking two bit situation and them killing Dre and all. That was a lot of fucking information. Yeah, that could have been expounded on, and we could have really seen that go somewhere. But they was giving us backstory. Like, 
So that's what I mean when I say I'm mad they wasting time. It's clearly other storylines to focus on. I wonder should we be the ones to do this shit? Hmm. To make power? No. I could afford to hire Paz. I no, this is my okay. I don't know if I should say it on here. I'm gonna say it anyway. And y'all if Fuck y'all it. if y'all do this shit before me and Ant do it, suck a dick and just give us credit. And we could fight. So listen. <laughs> I'm waiting for somebody to put all five of these episodes in order. Mm. Slice them bitches up and just play it in order so we find out the things. Because I'm pretty sure it'll be a better episode that way. Facts. Like, if you just play that shit out. Like, so after these five is over, we slice all that shit. And as as it happening, play that shit in order. Seeing it in real time. like Because that's another thing, too, that's making these episodes difficult to watch. Through two of them, at least. Really no timestamp, no nothing. And the timeline seems so fucking long, bro. Like, we thought Dre had a long day. Oh, boy. Pa said, nigga, one up you. Pa seemed like she was gone for a year and a half, nigga. When Pa get a car? Because it seemed like the bitch always walking. Now, all of a sudden, you got a fucking Chrysler 300 or some shit. No, she was in a Charger or something, wasn't she? Something. something. I feel like low-key, you know what's funny? I think that was Angie Charger. And the only reason I'm saying that, because... Rewatching season, whatever season Raina got killed, when Angie went to Ghost Crib to go say her condolences, and Ghost was getting in the car uh, with Tommy to go pop off on niggas, Angie pulled up in the Charger. Mm. So either that's Angie Charger or Paz just got a whip. But I'm, it would make sense that, yo, she always walking looking like she fresh off the train. Facts. And now you pulling up in a charger, it would make sense. It's your sister's Prime who just got parking killed. parking in New York City. Yeah. So let's talk about... um. The uh, body being exhumed. So, oh my god! In in one of the most ridiculous, <laughs> <laughs> hey nigga, she that shit was done in forty five minutes. <laughs> they ain't get no permits. They ain't get no sign. Oh, Fam, Jacob Warner, the head of the feds, he ain't even call nobody and say, "Yo, like, can I dig this body up?" They just went because Paz said do it. Nigga. Paz was like, "Yo." You pull my sister out, there's some shit in there. They was like, I bet. So they went down there. They pulled Angie body out. I will give them this. I did appreciate this one thing. It's very small, and it was. It didn't matter in the grand scheme of anything. But I appreciated that the little flash of Angie's skin that we got, her body looked like it was fucking rotting. Because you can't have been in the ground that long. Like, if her leg was just mad like Puerto Rican leg, nigga, I'd have been very upset, dog. Like... But the shit was blue. It was turning colors. But she I had on mad. shoes. She did have on shoes. And they don't bury people's shoes. <laughs> and the clothes is only the top layer because you're not even yeah. fully clothed. So they um they exhumed Angie's body. Low key, nigga. They don't even have a bottom half. All right. So they exhumed Angie's body, and it I was see. because Paz told Warner, "Yo." I got some evidence that'll link the St. Patrick family to Angie. And Warner told her explicitly, cool, but you know, if your sister is linked to the St. Patrick's drug organization, she goes down and so does her pension and all the money that you would be receiving upon her death. So are you sure you want to do that? And because she hates ghosts for so many non-unknown reasons... She was like, you know what? Fuck it, pull it up. Cause I gotta get justice. Why? Why? Angie not walking through that door, fam. Not at all. 
So they went and exhumed Angie's body. Uh, if you don't know what we were talking about, Paz wanted to get the cell phone that she found that Angie had been uh, texting Tasha from. They had a little burner situation. And those text messages, Paz ended up getting Angie's phone after she got killed. She texted Tasha, told her to meet her somewhere. Tasha didn't know who was texting her. Met up with her. It was Paz. Yo, I got your sister phone. Yo, I've been reading y'all messages. Angie was involved in some shit, huh? Yeah, but she saved me and my family life, so I'd do anything for y'all. That's how that combo went uh, earlier in season five. So, or earlier season six, pardon me. So, they exhumed the body. Paz got the cell phone out. Then they fucking ran ballistics and did all that shit and traced the phone and looked at all the text and all that. And they said the SIM card was fucked up. To which I said Angie Ghost came back and fucked the SIM card up. And we only got the outgoing message, yeah. not the incoming. We don't got no incoming. So we see a conversation happening, but we can't tell you with who or really what it's about. Which is the weirdest shit in the history of weird shit with cell phones. Hey. And that's just what it was. So now you done did all this and lost your sister. Because these outgoing because, messages implicate your sister. Because they were fucking with an Android phone. It, uh, let's, yo. <laughs> so you want to talk about what I learned, huh? iCloud would never. You want to talk about what I learned, huh? <laughs> I learned that you, if, if you involved in a fucking criminal activity and you need to go back to set a nigga up with your text messages from an old burner, make that burner an iPhone. Don't you burn no motherfucking Android. You'll never be able to set a nigga up. And you'll never get your sister's pension. That might be the only thing I learned from this app. I want to know what Tommy was doing all day. So you know what's funny? Um, and we know we're getting that because we saw Cedric in the preview. And we know that the Cedric and whoever Cedric was with were the two niggas that came to shoot Ghost and Tommy. You know what's really fucked up? What's that? The final episode of Power is scheduled to be released on Super Bowl Sunday, which means we may not get it, mm. which means we're going to take another a week off. It's going to press it. Either, yeah. either, either they're going to drop it on the same day as Super Bowl Sunday, which I doubt, or it's going to... I mean, we getting it. We're it watching could. that minute. We're watching on Saturday regardless, but the rewatch... You know what, though? The rewatch should be lit at a Super Bowl party. Mm. Halftime, because I ain't personally here to see J-Lo and Shakira for the whole time. I want to like see them do like a hip roll, and then I want to cut it off. But anybody going to get a time to, to stop for a whole hour out of the Super Bowl? Halftime be an hour. Does it? Halftime be a whole hour. Mm. Hey, you can get that in. Or if you want to do it on the pre-show, because all that shit leading up to the game starting takes hours. That would be a lit little Super Bowl party, man. A power slash Super Bowl party? That'll be lit. Yo, anybody that's still that idea, fuck you. Um, but we might have to wait for the last we might. episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We that might. That shit ain't like, come on, man. And that's the thing, too, man, with all these like pauses. Like, Why would you do that? That dramatic, yo, we're stopping this shit for a winter break and then coming back in January. That really like built because they gave us some anticipation that we hadn't had because season six wasn't really we call it, it wasn't really like numbers. that yeah they showed video that never made it to like they showed video the of, incrimination scene they showed the, video of everybody getting interrogated yeah. and um Dre being like y'all niggas ain't got nothing on me and if that's all you got like that never happened in the show yeah he was in black yeah y'all you know, created a whole trailer of shit that we never y'all seen. got a nigga an outfit that he never wore in the show like. <laughs> Yeah, I um, I think that they've sort of like 
added this drama and built this drama into what they think we want to happen. And it's just like, nah, fam, I really just wanted the show to like go on as usual. Like now, do you think the episode three, four, and five are gonna be and I do this in air quotes, good. So because they do, right? Here's here's what I'll say. Maybe they'll be good. And when I'm saying good, I mean to the point of good where me and Jay told y'all a season ago that, yo, just take your fucking thinking caps off when you're watching this shit. Because if we can get back to that, I'm fine. But now y'all just playing me for stupid. But uh, I mean good in that regard. And here's why I think they might be good. Because the only remaining stories that y'all can give us are about people who actually matter to this shit. I guess you had to start with Dre, right? You had to kill off Dre on that first episode yeah, yeah, to yeah. give you something. Because yeah. if you would have started this season with a past episode, I'd have been done. I think the, done. the viewership for the Dre's episode yeah. would have been down. We would have watched Just Mercy and just reviewed that shit. And I'd have told y'all about how Michael B. Jordan acts with his mouth. Like, the whole time. He a mouth actor. Like, so, I didn't watch the preview for next week. Um, was there a preview for next week? Yeah, it was. And I couldn't tell if it was about uh, low-key. Cut your shit on. Fuck it. Um, Y'all niggas about to catch this live preview breakdown. But, yeah, I watched it, but I don't remember it because the episode was so bad that I was, like, ready to get out of there. But, no, I definitely watched it. So that's what and it didn't look bad. I feel like it was one thing that happened in the preview that kind of made me like, oh, and that'd be, yeah, episode 13. That's the episode. All right, here we go. All right. Oh. So they given us in the preview for next week the Tommy episode. I forgot that Tate steals the fifth. But here's the thing, man. What they telling us is five suspects left. So Tariq, Sax, Tommy, Tasha, Tate. Here's why I don't trust that it was Tate. Nigga, you just gave a nigga a hundred bands to do it for you. I don't see no reason for you to go do it. Like ten give a nigga a hundred grand. Like a like thirty minutes before he gets shot. Like he left there, yeah, and went look went there. So how, how would you know how you get there? And then if you got there, why did you give him a hundred grand? Matter of fact, you left there. You was at that party. Like you got that party, he yeah. holds you, and then you left there, put on a fucking uh, murder fit, a Tate murder fit. His murder fit was weak. It was probably Reebok. But he was going back there for some reason though. Yeah, he was walking back. There. I don't know what time of day yeah. that was, but it's just. That but that's been him walking too. away, and that's what I'm saying. Like, yo, was he walking toward truth like the rest of them, or did they just do that to fuck with us? Like, I don't know. But it just in my mind, it wouldn't make sense for you to give a nigga a hundred grand to go get a body you was finna get on your own. And what don't make sense is the fact that a couple of weeks ago, Truth got robbed. Yeah, somebody got shot and killed in there yeah. during the robbery, and somehow. Pass go up in there with a bubble coat and she just got the pistol out. She got the blicky out 
Every like in the middle Fam. of in the literal middle of the club with the blicky out. So I counted in truth. <laughs> Pass pulled that gun out no less than five times. <laughs> and every time she pulled the hammer out. And she wasn't just pulling like the handle and then keeping like the, the fucking uh joint in the purse. Like and she like the nigga with the fofo. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> like she was up in that bitch. She was, and then, but yo, like, not only was she up in it, but she was up in it in a black tie formal event, like with a fucking. And you had coat. a fucking monkler on, nigga. And motherfuckers is in there with suits. You in there with your hair not done. I don't know if you ever seen a nigga with the fofo, <laughs> <laughs> but that's how she kept bringing that motherfucker when the kid with the fofo. Fo- Fofo. I don't know if y'all niggas ever been to Mr. Fofo. Uh, nigga. These niggas ain't from the D like that. But no, I feel like just that alone, right? Like you're in the middle of my fucking formal event with a bubble coat, some jeans. You keep upping the gun. You upping it literally in front of people. Like you're five, six feet away from niggas and upping that bitch and nobody sees you. I can't, I'm not that dumb, Power. Who's the worst actor in this episode? Pass, by far. Cause she kept making that face. I really she was gritting them fucking lips like she lost her goddamn mind, bro. Who you think? I really didn't like her son, dog. I thought he did a horrible job. Let's talk about dog eyebrows, man. <laughs> Cause yo, no, 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 real shit, real shit. I like scary movies, right? <laughs> like scary movies is my shit, right? That's probably my favorite genre of film. That nigga eyebrow scared me so fucking bad. And that, fam, it was times where I was like, I got to fast forward this nigga. I don't care what he say. I'm fast forwarding. Like, he could have literally been like, mom, Tommy killed ghost. I saw it. I have it on tape. Look. And I would have fast forwarded because I had to keep like zooming out that nigga scenes, bro. He looked fucking horrible, dog. Yo, dog, whoever you are, the actor, don't never come back on my TV ever again, nigga. Ever till you get your eyebrows fixed. <laughs> and that nigga haircut was bald. You saw that nigga cut? Bro, find just like a quick early scene, like when Paz first wake up at the beginning and look at his taper. That nigga fade was so terrible, bro. Why that nigga can't get a fucking job? Fam. He trying to be a CNA and shit. You like, in nigga, high school. <laughs> is he? I couldn't tell if he was in high school or college. They kept talking about paying for school. I know it's New York. Some niggas pay for private school for the high schools and shit. Um, so I couldn't really tell. He looked old enough. But I'm like, yo, you sleeping on this couch pretty comfortable. So I don't know. Maybe you is fucking 18, 17. But um, either way, nigga, you can figure out how to sister, school. right? Yeah. Ghost is 36. Yeah. Allegedly. So that, yeah, right. Because Omari just turned like 41 the other day. Yeah. But so Angie is 40, I mean 36. Yeah. So that means Pass, I think she probably got about three years on at least. Minimum. She, no, Pass definitely over 40. She, she, she like, def- if they try to tell me Pass wasn't over 40, <laughs> yeah. y'all not going to cash doll me. <laughs> hey, man, lay off, man. Lay off. I like doll. cash doll, but she ain't just turned 30, nigga. Um, Castro be like, I'm 24. Oh, all right. Okay. Um, but like she can have definitely have a college kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She could. She could. Shit, uh, shit <laughs> reek damn near in, yeah. in college. So yeah, that's a fact. Now I mean shit, if you had a kid, if you probably a kid at 18 and 18, you got a college kid. One thing I did like that I the mean, son at said. Rather. One thing that I did like that the son said, even though I agree he wasn't a great actor on this episode at all. Uh, but one thing I liked that he said um, <laughs> about that action, though, because <laughs> he told her like, "Yo, 
I could get somebody to shoot this nigga, like, straight up. And she was like, no, nah. he was like, you need a gun? I could get a gun. Like, son had to plug. <laughs> so then when uh, when she went up to the club and he was outside with the boy on him, she re- look, she knew right where to reach. She reached right under that nigga's shirt, like, nigga, I, give me this gun. I can't believe. And he was, she was like, what are you doing? And I liked that he told her straight up. He kind of gave her uh, a realistic view of how much she had been wilding out. He was like, like fam. I need you. He took my my auntie. He took me out of school. And basically, she, he was like, listen, you're not built for this shit. Yeah. Even if you pull the trigger, your ass going to fuck around and go to jail. Yeah. And then, so now he took you. <laughs> and he said, I just want you back. So I want all this over. Because I need my mom back. Because you've been running around all day long. Fam. I found out, I saw a lot of, a bunch of people saying that they never knew our girl name was Paz. I'm like, what the fuck show y'all been watching? And they, these niggas been watching fucking, uh. That's why I know that, like. That niggas don't be. Like, we be, yeah. we be in this shit a little bit. Like, they think this shit is a great fucking yeah. show. Like, y'all don't even know this bitch name. Like, Fam. But that's what I'm saying. Like, when I said earlier, bro, we really studying this silly shit. Nigga, y'all ain't even know she was Paz. Come on, bro. Like, but all that said. Um, this episode just didn't do it for me. Now, we learned, nope, we ain't learned that neither. I was about to say we learned that Ghost didn't really leave shit for Tasha because she looked mad when she walked in there with her fucking uh, WWF uniform on. Now, when she asked him, did you kill Ghost, bitch ain't answer. Yeah, she did give her that, and you know, Naturi be making them faces. Like, nigga, if you didn't do it, just say you didn't do it. Yeah. Like, there's no reason for you to lead an era of mystery. Yeah. So, did you? Because I can see her doing it. She got one little kill under her belt, and now you want to try. Yo. Right now on globalgrind.com, shout out to Russell Simmons. <laughs> Fans won't stop complaining after following Paz Valdez around. <laughs> <laughs> The internet is a ball of laughter after watching the latest episode of Power. This week, fans reluctantly followed recurring character Paz Valdez around as she spiraled over her sister Angela Valdez's death. Though it was an episode that made sense to include, Hmm. she could definitely be considered a suspect in the purported murder of Ghost. It was also an episode that many agree no one asked for. Criticism was so intense that executive producer 50 Cent responded on Instagram and even joked that next week's episode was way worse. (laughs) (laughs) He said, he said on his Instagram post, looking eye emoji. Oh, y'all didn't like power this week, huh? Don't worry. Next week's worst. (laughs) (laughs) And then he came back while promoting his show for life coming up on ABC. Nah, for real. Y'all got to chill out. Y'all can't just flip on me. It'll all make sense in the end. No, this episode is still going to be trash, though. Yeah, I don't give a fuck about the end. Like, like, like you threw, like, all right, so let's just say that shit was an hour and you gave us six minutes of actual content we can use f- for the future. Nigga, what about the other 54 minutes? Nigga, that shit's still trash. It don't make it better. It's a meme laying in a fucking, like, pile of like millions of dollars and that's just it if i had a dollar for every time paz <laughs> opened her purse to show that she had the gun on it oh, oh shit <laughs> next week 
<laughs> Yo, I love the internet, son. Next week, we're going to get a whole episode from Yas' perspective. <laughs> And then look, hey, look, it's look for grandma. But hold on, no, it's a it's just gonna be yes in an empty room, <laughs> abandoned all day. <laughs> Holy shit. Holy shit. I'm fucking dizzy, Ooh, dog. Shit. Dog, but you gotta look at the picture of Yaz that they use. <laughs> <laughs> What? Dog. Oh, she shit. really looked like she in an empty room just standing there all day abandoned, dog. Ghost ain't leave uh, Tasha Mama shit. nothing, dog. He had to. Nigga, she take care of your one begotten daughter. Yeah. <laughs> like, shit. fuck. That nigga ain't leave, <laughs> leave Tariq shit. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Reek killed that nigga. Dog. That nigga did. That nigga did. Dog. Oh, shit. That nigga took Reek out to the. I mean, I seen one in the video where he had Reek like sprawled over a table yelling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that. He like, nigga, I'm taking you on my wheel, nigga. So, obviously, from the preview, next week we're getting Tommy's perspective. Let's talk about that for a minute. Um, So, they showed the aftermath of him killing Benny. And they reintroduced Vincent. Oh, shit. That's why he didn't want her to come in the house. I kind of like it. He probably had the body in there. Yeah. So he wasn't protecting ghosts. It was Benny. Might have had Benny body in there. He just dragged it through the hallway. Which is why he killed the nigga from the mob. That's why his fucking place is cleaned out. Yeah. Ghost dead, dead. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> ghost out of there. Ghost dead, dead. Though. Ain't nobody helped that nigga. That nigga did. Ghost dead. out of there. Um, But no, nah, man. I, I Tommy had to leave. You killed a maid nigga. I, I totally forgot that Kill the Benny, main nigga. I forgot the, the Benny shit happened. And I love the actress that's playing Benny wife on she there. Did. She I like her. Yeah, um did. I always liked her. She was dope even back on like Entourage and shit. But uh so now that kind of makes this a little bit interesting though. I'm not gonna lie. Like fuck with 50 joking about. Like next week might not be worse. Next week might be like exponentially better, yeah. <laughs> dog, because it gotta be better with Tommy, right? <laughs> One, you would think it gotta be better with Tommy. He, he has so much going on. And then two, like, nigga, you killed a maid, man. And you saw uh, Benny's wife asking Tariq. And Tariq said, I don't know anybody named Tommy. You about to get shot in the fam, face. Fam, you're going to die. <laughs> FYI. Like, like, like what they know you? that's your uncle, bro. Like, come on, like, fam. Like, come, come on, dog. Like, you, you, you can't be this bad at this criminal shit, right? Like, Tariq, they're going to ask you if you know anybody named Tommy. What I want you to do, you tell them you know a nigga named Tommy. He is your uncle. Don't lie about it, son. Like, why would you lie? Fuck. Like, yeah, he's my, he my dad's best friend. My yeah. dad's uncle. But I don't know what the fuck they do. Like, I ain't involved in their business. Uh, he can't even lie about that. Nigga, they know you were selling pills. Like, no. Oh, shit. Vincent know you were selling Tommy pills. Yeah, fam, you can't lie to Benny fam, like you that. you walked it. Like, come, come on, on, man. Listen. Ooh, maybe next week we find out about... uh. The little homie, um, Elisa Marie. Because what, what about that? Part? That just and we know that the feds ended up with that tape that she had in her locket. So maybe we get some of that because because Tommy episode has to be good because it has to give yeah. you the other op, the other end of the phone call with two bit and all them. He got to find out that mm. it's probably gonna be some interaction with ghosts because they was busting at my man. And we find out who the two niggas were that was killing them when it was Cedric and the other nigga. Because Tommy went in the warehouse. Yeah, so, like, okay. Tommy, Tommy shit got to be lit. Okay. 
we headed somewhere now for the for the oh I like the perspective episode crowd. This is the perspective we wanted to see. We didn't need a perspective. I didn't need all the perspectives of people. Like fam, you still trying to convince me Tate is a suspect? Like fam, if y'all make Tate kill ghosts, oh, <laughs> oh, I'm telling you now, bro. Like if you, <laughs> the episode following that. Will be the most volatile shit that I'm, Courtney ever heard. It's going to be recorded in New York City right before they take me into custody. Yeah. Because <laughs> nah, I'm fine. I'm, I'm on heads, bro. Oh, come on. They nah. better not. But Where no, the fucking star is building located? I will. <laughs> I used to know the stars lady. She was such a sweet lady, dog. I will say this, though. I'm a bit shocked. I'm not mad because of how bad this episode was. I, I'm excited about the Tommy episode. But I'm shocked that they got to it this early. Like, I thought that if they were going to drag these five as perspective episodes that Tommy's would probably be less to be honest like I because you could say Tommy's a way more important character to Ghost than Tariq and Tasha nigga. but Tariq and Tasha shit probably gonna intertwine Tommy probably Especially I could see if, it. if 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 Tasha is running from <laughs> Tasha then, running from I'm, so I'm really curious to see how they play that and then like because Tommy know At the end of the day Because you remember when he met up with Ghost He said I know you didn't kill Keisha Yeah So he know who did At this point I'm just waiting How are you going to make Tariq look like a good guy Yeah Because we all know that's coming right he, we, How well, are you going to make me, me Let me rephrase How are you going to make him le- look a less scummy Because in order for <laughs> us to watch a spinoff series with him He yeah. has to not be a person that we hate Yeah Unless, unless y'all like like are completely retarded, like you, he has to be that. So maybe him and Tasha get into it. Yeah, because Tasha did in that preview. She did say something like, "No, you thought you were smart or some shit like that." But like, how does that work? You you got three episodes to make Tariq into a good guy and find out who killed Ghost. Yeah, I um, and it was only one shot. So let me let me ask you this. After, because we predicted that these five episodes could either be really good or really bad. So far, the averages say really bad. Um, Dre's was bad for the majority of the episode and then picked up. But when you add in Paz, it was really bad. So three episodes left. More than likely, a Tommy episode, a Tasha episode, a Reek episode. Somewhere with Saxon, uh... Tate sprinkled in the middle. Which one of these episodes do you think we find out who killed Ghost in? Four or five? Four. I, I hope it's four. I feel like we find... So you remember we said last week, like, yo, I really only wanted them to do, like, three of these and then give me two real time. Yeah. Like, show me what's going on with Ghost and then wrap it up. Because they say Power Book 2 starts the day after Power ends. So you got to... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Give me, Introduce yeah. a Mary J. Block. Like, so Tariq yeah. is going to live because Tasha going to die. I think Tariq go live with Mary J the, the, the auntie. auntie. Yeah. Uh, like cause Mary is the auntie. Or or because we know Kanan is somewhere in Power Book too. We don't know in what capacity. But 50's in there. Like he's in the uh not the promo, but like the um the marketing. They're showing Kanan. So what I'm thinking, and it could be in like a flashback capacity, but what I'm thinking, Mary J's character could also be like Kanan's sister or some shit and Reek reaches out like yo uh, this was my man type shit and she'd be like oh yeah I know you he mentioned you something like that you know what I'm saying like that'd be extremely whack it'd be wild 
But I don't. It's power. I don't put nothing. It, it got to be an auntie. But do you think though, with three episodes left after the terribleness that we've witnessed over the last two weeks, do you think it can redeem itself? Redeem? Yeah. We got three episodes left to show out. Like when you say redeem, like I'm be like, okay, they wrote this shit good, or like redeem as in like some entertainment value. Uh, I'm assuming they're gonna give us some entertainment. At value. this point, we just look for entertainment. I'm sure. I'm sure this episode is gonna be entertaining. Three episodes left. I think I'm with you. I think that it can redeem itself and be entertaining, but I'm also very fucking scared, bro. Because this past episode was like the epitome of what I didn't want from these final five. You know what I'm saying? Like where it felt like, yo, that was literally a waste of time. We did something completely unnecessary. And now it's like, nigga, we got three left, bro. Like y'all just wasted an episode and a half out of five. Because half of Dre's was shit and then Paz's whole episode was terrible. So y'all just wasting my time. So now, as much as I think they can redeem themselves, I'm also very scared and committed to the fact that, yo, one of my favorite shows, one of the shows that the culture has wrapped itself around, eh, y'all might end this shit very poorly, dog. Like, these final three could very well be done shittily. And that kind of makes me upset a little bit. I hope I'm wrong. And I'm hoping them niggas get it together, but like these these next three episodes, they gotta be they fired. They have to be fired. For Courtney to be walking around with so much fucking confidence, these Man, episodes have to be fired. I'm finna and I said I was gonna do it last night before I came in here, but I just could not breathe. Fam, this is how much I didn't want to watch that episode a second time. I did like four hours of work from home last night, like on a Sunday night, just because I was like, you know what, man, I'd rather get ready for my week than rewatch this episode. But Something that I'm going to do when I leave today, I'm going to pull up probably in the middle of the fucking college championship game. I'm going to pull up the little uh, after show thing with Terrence J because I want to see what they said about this episode because I can't believe that they thought this was the shit. Like they really thought this was good. For the final five, if this was an episode that was in the no, middle. I still, I still not. Oh, no, no, no. It still would have been bad. But when you're talking about the final five episodes of a beloved series, that's kind of been on the rocks for seasons. And like these episodes are different from what we're used to. Yeah. It's not the same Damn. energy of the. And yo, to that point, I'm glad you, you said that. Why bro. are you introducing new characters in the final season of something? Not just are they different from what we're. Fam, they're filming them different. Them close ups and shit and the little in the mouth trying to dramatic effect. I don't know what you're going for thing. What are y'all doing, bro? This shit is bad, man. Shit is really fucking bad. So. Uh, all that to say, man, I got high hopes for next week. The preview looks like it might be some action. We bringing the mob back in the fold. I'm curious what Vincent is going to do, considering he wasn't a part of uh, Benny's family. Like, y'all wouldn't say, y'all both mob Italian niggas, but you wasn't in Benny's mob, fam. So, are you going over there to pay your respects, or was you going over there like, yo, I know who might have been involved in this shit? We're going to see, man. Um... Final words, yo. Worst episode ever? Um, it's one of the worst episodes. It's probably the worst episode of the series. I, I got it as my number two. Which one? I'm, I'm strongly holding on to that one where Tommy beat up Holly, uncle, that we didn't know raped her when she was a little kid with a bat. I mean, in, that scene was In Cleveland. No, that whole episode was bad. You remember, that was the one where Courtney was like, we thought we were getting 12, and then they only gave us 10, so then we had to like... 
cut a whole because that was supposed to be an episode in itself. Low key, that may be the turning point of where everything went to shit. That was I. I honestly think that's worse. And I rewatched that episode recently because I was rewatching that season. That was during season five. Um, that episode was I. I can't put anything worse than that, bro. Because none of it made sense. Tommy went to fucking Chicago with Jason. Didn't take a cell phone. Ghost randomly killed a nigga while jogging. Fam. He stabbed a nigga to death. Like, like so much bullshit happened season five, man. But that one took the cake for me. Uh, we introduced Holly's uncle in Cleveland. Tommy randomly knew where he was selling a house in Cleveland yeah. on a trip back from Chicago. Like, how you on your way back from Chicago and be like, oh, shit, let me stop over here and kill this nigga. So that was my personal worst episode. But I think this pause one is a smooth number two, man. Um, so much wasted. Once this shit is over, we're going to go back and, and, and discuss all the wasted plot lines. Fam. Yo. Yo, we should do that. Let's do a ranking. We're going to do a ranking episode, man. And we just going to, even if it's like a little afterthoughts, half hour joint, we're going to give y'all all the wasted storylines that they never fucking explored or gave us a conclusion to. And that's going to make me upset. But I'm going to do it because I'm very the reason that I want to do it because I get to go back through all the episodes, all the seasons and figure out all these characters and different storylines that they never really fucking focused on that they introduced that could have been great and they never made them great. But, uh, yo, man, general consensus, it wasn't a great episode. Some might say it was the worst. Some might say it was bottom five dead or alive. Uh, let us know what y'all think, man. Join us on the socials. This Week in Culture on Instagram. This Week in Culture on Facebook. This Week in Culture pod at gmail.com. Write us. Send us a Blackberry letter. Let us know what's going on in your life and your relationships. Or just email us and let us know that you think the show is dope, man. We always appreciate feedback. Uh, in the meantime, follow us everywhere. We thank y'all. We appreciate y'all. And we salute y'all for sticking through this shitty ass episode. And Boosie can wear whatever letters he wants. Y'all will not fight, <laughs> Boosie. Uh, so, Zo, quit talking shit, man. Uh, in the meantime, man, I'm Ant. That's Jay Johnson. This Week in Culture, episode 81. We out.